following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Damn, that's scary. Oh my God, guys, I cannot do this anymore. I can't handle Troll March anymore. My brain is melting. But thank you so much for dealing with it and putting up with this and watching these movies along with this. My name is Micah. Welcome to the show. Damn, that's scary. I am joined alongside two incredibly handsome face men. I got a guy over here with a face that only a mother can love and only you could sit on. And that is my man, Greg. That's what my mom keeps telling me, too. That she would sit on your face. Oh, boy. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And then to my right, I have a strong man, a wise man, a great man. An also very suitable face. There we go. Will, what's up, dude? What's going on? How are you guys doing? I am tired. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> well, I, I'm sleep. Really? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Oh, God. I gave you the wrong drink. Give that one to Greg. Oh, okay. Fuck. Yeah. Is that making you sleepy? A little bit. Mm. <laughs> 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 Didn't get enough sleep last night, huh, sport? Uh, guys, how was your week? Good. Yeah. It was yes. Fine. You guys very, watch very positive. Very fa- <laughs> <laughs> good things happened to me. Yes. Yeah. All right, man. That's awesome. I I tried watching something last night. Okay. I uh, I tried to watch uh, a, sh- a new Shutter movie that just came out called uh, "Don't Go Into the Attic" or "Stay Out of the Attic." Stay out of the fucking attic. Um. And man, oh man, I got like halfway. That's where Grandpa keeps his dildos. Uh, apparently that's where Grandpa keeps all of his Nazi something. I don't know, man. I got like halfway through this movie and I tapped out. It was just bad news bears all over it. Did you guys see anything about oh, this? I thought you were was going this in a different direction. What? Is this goosebumps? No, I wish it was. If it was goosebumps, I wouldn't have stopped watching it. Oh, that's the out of the basement. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. You can't stay out of the basement because that's where Grandpa keeps his his dildos. Oh, the okay. attic he keeps his Nazi paraphernalia. Monster blood. <laughs> what? Remember, remember that one? No, that's Goosebumps. Was it? I don't I remember. I don't remember one of, the, one of the first ones. A lot of the Goosebumps mm-hmm. stuff. Like Maybe if it's the not first, was that the first one? Or was mm-hmm. the attic? Remember, remember say cheese and die. Yeah. Say cheese and die was awesome. That was a good one. <laughs> like I would like to see that like show up in like a movie or something like that. Well, Monster Blood of... had the hamster. Remember the hamster got all mutated and oh, kind of like the squirrel in the movie we covered today. All right? right? Yeah, so kind of the same thing. So basically, Goosebumps is trauma. All you, wow. all you need is some tits and some shit and maybe some vomit, and there you go. Controversial opinion. R.L. Stein ripped off Lloyd Kaufman. Ooh. Again <laughs> and again and again. What? No, I, I got nothing to back that up. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> there are some parallels. <laughs> yes. <But. laughs> yes, the, the mutation. You remember the, uh, the Goosebumps book? I think it was number, like, 15, uh, The Toxic Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one was... Uh, it's a classic. Fairer Termer. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, that Goosebumps one was really good. Okay. That was the one yeah. where uh, Earl Stein famously had a stroke while writing it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a stroke while reading it. <laughs> Craziest thing. That's a whole uh, different kind of stroke, though. Oh. <laughs> Did you guys get a chance to watch anything new this week? Or revisit anything? Um, No. I watched a shitty low-budget uh, horror movie on Tubi called Camp Massacre. How was it? It wasn't great, but it was kind of entertaining. It was about a fat camp. Uh, <laughs> that already sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, was, was Ben a... Stiller in it? No, unfortunately, <laughs> there was there was nobody, no big names. It was very like low budget, independent. Um, but it was just a, it was a fat camp slasher movie. Really? Yeah, 
Oh, right. well, that's cool. Was it? Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend it, but if you if you see it, uh, maybe consider it. How were the commercials? Hmm. That's what, uh, plentiful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This yes. is no fossum, though. What do you guys thought? <laughs> there, was actually, there was more movie than commercial. I, I will say that. Fucking fossum. Unlike fossum. Fuck you, fossum. Which, as previously mentioned, is awesome. And Ooh. I asked, I'm going to make that a thing. Awesome? <laughs> oh, this is just nosomating. <laughs> I'm going to make it a thing. <laughs> you guys didn't see him on board last week, but I'm going to push it. <laughs> push it? Push it real good? To the limit. <laughs> Whoa, we went two different routes you there. You did. Whoa. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, all I had was really just that Attic movie and then, of course, our, our movie of the week, which we are continuing with Troll March. Uh, Troll March! 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 Fuck! Yeah, we'll get that down. Guys, we have... We have one more week to get that right. Oh, we're so bad at this. Really bad. I'm, I never said I was good at it. You always started, though. I suppose that's, that's Yeah, true. because Greg can't. I, I can't. I, I mean, I can chant okay. I just can't, I can't finish well. I'm a good opener. My wife says the same thing. <laughs> Great at opening, terrible at finishing. Right. Because the, the finish is right after the opener. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it keeps landing in that same spot on the carpet, and we'll just never get it clean. Just no matter how much you scrub and scrub and scrub anything, you got to rub your nose in it. That way, they learn to never do it again. <laughs> That's some kinky shit. <laughs> I can see you doing that. Yeah, now lick my foot. <laughs> I'm picturing your wife just putting your face in the toilet. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh God, my toilet doesn't flush you right. Got to be trained somehow. <laughs> <laughs> There's always debris in the toilet. Oh, oh God. Well, yeah, you guys have been over it. I have a weak flush. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. Weak, weak flush, man. I always know what you ate. It's, it's usually lettuce. A lot of lettuce and peanuts. A lot of lettuce. <laughs> 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 it's just like someone gutted a fish and threw a payday bar on top of it. There's, oh. there's fish bones in there. <laughs> There's a whole fish skeleton, like it's a, it's a fucking Heathcliff. I eat, I eat like Gollum and Schmeagol. <laughs> yes, we eat the sweet, tasty fishes. Yep, you heard it here first. Micah's toilet looks like a bucket of fish heads. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a Gollum in your vent. I heard him talking. I, I heard him salivating while I was trying to pee. Salivating? <laughs> yeah, I just heard him dripping from the mouth. <laughs> like, oh, don't flush. He, he whispered, don't flush that. Little <laughs> <laughs> boy, that's all dripping. <laughs> I'm made of penicillin. Uh, well, we he's, went... He's a good guy. He's a good guy. God, where am I? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any of those references. Well, we're in the midst of Troll March. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, uh, before we get into Troll March, you, there's you something that you I... You didn't get a Lord of the Rings reference? I didn't. I, I haven't seen him. Well, I'm, I'm shocked. That he hasn't watched a 20-year-old trilogy? Yeah. I, I just never got into him. Hey, oh. man. Okay. See, it's your own. You know why that is? Hmm. Here we go. Because the elves are racist. Okay. I don't think the elves were racist as much. No, the elves were pretty racist, actually. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, were racist. Really? they were racist yeah. towards everyone else. They were pretty. They were just like, our el- we're elves. Our shit don't stink. Okay. Yeah. We're elves. <laughs> 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 to be frank, it was gross. Yes. <laughs> um. Hey, before we get into uh, the news or like the movie of the day, uh, one thing that I came across, and I'm sure it's been blown up on everybody's social media feeds. Uh, if you're a horror fan, especially, I'm sure you've seen this. Rob Zombie is rumored to direct 
the monsters. Universal uh, Universal Pictures is is coming out with a monsters movie. They're rebooting it, uh, possibly trying to start like a new franchise with the monsters. And at the helm, rumor is Rob Zombie. And I, I, I just cannot kinda, wait for the soundtrack. I, I I don't know how to feel about this. I know, and it, it's it's I don't know how to feel about it either. Other than the f- you, you, he ruined Halloween. Oh, he totally did. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was okay. See, you first say one was decent. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. I just I hated the whole backstory of like, oh, his mom being a stripper and he had a deadbeat stepdad and uh, it just there was oh he's bullied. It was like well, too he's, much he's trying to humanize him. You know? That's what so I that, hated. That could go either way. I should know. I, yeah, man. Try to turn, I, I, try to turn him into a face. Yeah. Can't turn well, to the, a face. the fact is, that's a movie that didn't need to be remade in the no. first place. It so didn't like, have to be remade. And Neither also, did Elm like, Street. Fuck you, Samuel yeah. Bayer and Michael Bay, you pieces of shit. That's very true. Uh, and of course, it will get remade again, but it'll probably be, you know. I it, hope it's better. It'll be under a different direction. Uh, but, but like, back on this, like, uh, what he did with Halloween, he added all that other crap. And then he had to. Halloween 2 was a masterpiece. Oh my god! The fucking unicorns and shit. Uh, I think it was just a white horse. Was it a Pegasus? I don't fucking know. <laughs> was it a unicorn? I don't remember. <sighs> it was a. I actually shut it off after about half an hour. Didn't it have wings? And like Weird Al was in that movie. Yeah, he was riding the Pegasus. Oh wow, that would actually be really cool. He was singing a parody song about Halloween. Was he singing fat? I think it was. It was <laughs> something about like Halloweeners. No, that doesn't sound it was like out, Weird it was Al. Off the, off the food album. I'm really upset that Weird Al got LASIK. Oh, yeah. That, that makes me sad because the glasses made him. Is that a thing? It totally. Yeah, Weird Al got LASIK and he shaved his mustache. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't like that. No. No, man. Does no. he still have the, the crazy hair? Yeah, he still, still has the hair. shirts and do polka? Yeah, of course he does. That hasn't changed. He still keeps it keeps it trill. You know, actually, now that, we're, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> you recently got into vinyl. I have a, a record that I've been meaning to give you, my friend. Really? Fuck, I keep forgetting to bring those damn games for you guys, too. It is Frank Yankovic and his Yanks. And it is Weird Al's dad. What? Doing polka. The polka? It's a polka album. Because he was the polka man. Oh, that's that's why Al is into it. Yeah, you know. Hey, polka, 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 polka. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's polka. It's her polka. A little John Candy humor for you. <laughs> uh, but back on this, and you know, uh, you know... Lily Munster is going to be Sherry Moon Zombie. Uh, I hope that's, so. That's why yeah, is perfect for that. The role. Helena, the Helena Bottom Carter of the Tim Burton verse. Yeah. That's it's. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get Sherry Moon Zombie as Lily Munster, and I'm really curious as to how he would take this route. If he would turn it up like, uh, horror, like turn it into like a horror thing, or keep comedy, or actually attempt at a horror comedy. We saw a little bit of his humor in Devil's Rejects. His and humor he, is terrible. Yeah, it's not good. His humor is tooty fucking fruity. That's I, his humor. I hate that's the movie or that's the scene that makes me dislike that movie. So same. Uh, same. That's actually the the thing that that killed it for me. The next scene, they're all eating ice cream. That's bad. But then he recycled it for uh, three from hell. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. You I didn't see three from I hell. Seen it it's literally it's literally the same scene I where they're like they're like let's get some let's get some ice cream. Really? He did the same ice cream thing. He did the same ice cream. Bit. So he took what is actually factually the worst scene from Devil's Rejects and did it again. Yep. Well, I'm definitely not going to see it. Sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why is he so bad at writing? 
Dude, Three from Hell is pretty much the same movie as Devil's Rejects, but, like, not as good. And I'm with Greg on this. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Devil's Rejects. I think his best work was House of a Thousand Corpses because that was an Easily. actual... That was an actual horror movie, and he was actually he actually got creative with that one. It's it's like not a it's not a perfect movie by any means, and, and it's not an original concept. And the ending falls apart like crazy. Oh well, yeah, but he he was creative about it. Like okay, he, was, gonna, he was doing a, a he was doing something with it. I'm gonna have to watch it because I haven't seen the corpses, but I've, I've seen rejects and I like rejects a lot. Oh, yeah. you haven't seen uh, House of a Thousand Corpses? Mm-mm. Okay, I know a All lot right. of people that really like Devil's Rejects. But for some reason, it just didn't do it. Oh, they me. love it. People get, like, Devil's Rejects tattoos. They quote it. Oh, but I don't uh, like that much, but... Everybody, like, like, I love Sid Hag, and I love Bill Mosley. Oh, yeah. They're both they're both great. Yeah, like, I absolutely love Sid. I think, uh, I think Captain Spaulding was the best thing that Rob Zombie ever created. But I can't see anybody else playing that character. No. no. I could definitely see somebody else doing Otis, but Bill Mosley is incredible. So. I think Otis was better visually in house of a thousand corpses once rob zombie turned him into rob zombie yeah it's just kind of like now he's he's way too generic yeah in house of a thousand corpses he had like he had long ass fucking mutton chops yep uh he was real pale like he he looked gross you know what's hilarious i thought fucking bill mosley was rob zombie in, in, in rejects really yeah that's funny yeah because he basically like in uh, yeah uh rob zombie did the same thing with what was that other shitty movie that he made uh, uh thirty one Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem. Oh, There's a guy God. that looked like Rob Zombie in that too. That bad too? Lords just... of Salem is very forgettable. All I remember about Lords it's of Salem. It's Rosemary's Baby. Ye- for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's Rosemary's Baby. Very good comparison. And it's it's just a worse version of it. I remember <laughs> Lords of Salem being like a really long white zombie music video. Yeah, he he did some to be fair, he did some kind of interesting visuals with some of the, the sets and the scenery. But overall it was a super ripoff and really it really focused on sherry moon mm-hmm. and that's not generally great <laughs> when your act when your lead actress is in a word annoying <laughs> she's so annoying yeah yeah i can see that yeah um and i you know we're three guys here so you got to deal with this and we're shallow but uh sherry moon was super hot in house of a thousand corpses and then after that like i don't know i just i consider her like I, think like, I thought she was hiding rejects, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think around that point, she started to, like, turn into, like, a party ant. Um, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, party ant. And right now, she's, like, party grandma. I think she shouldn't laugh. <laughs> like, I don't know who told her that laugh was, like, creepy or good. Or oh, whatever. my God. But someone should have mentioned, like, not to do that. Yeah. It's so lame. It's so fucking lame. I And I feel like Rob probably knew. <laughs> but he was like... I, you know, I'm gonna be in the doghouse if I tell her oh that her, her acting isn't good. He's like, I already, I already cast her. Like, I can't go back on that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you Which imagine is, if he tries casting someone else as Lily Munster, the shit he would be in? Yeah, he wakes up with his penis glued to his stomach. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. You ever try pissing doing a headstand? Yes, actually. I, have. <laughs> I was uh, drunk in college. I've done that at least once. You super glued your dick to your belly? No, it's just a headstand piss. Really? Yeah. Oh. How'd that work out? I got wet. <laughs> <laughs> Predictably. <laughs> oh, man. I would rather do that than watch Rob Zombie's directed version of The Monsters. Yeah. Who I mean, would you... I'd, uh, give it, I'd give it a shot, but is he going to do it in black and white? I don't know. It, I honestly don't know. I hope he does. 
Yeah, I feel like that needs to be in black and white for it to like really work. Because that's like that's the look. Now, yeah. if this is true, who would you like? Who would you do casting for this? Who would play Joe Pesci as Eddie? Actually, I really like that. Yeah, that is really <laughs> fucking yeah. funny. My God, that is funny. But he's actually ten. Would you rather? I, I don't know. I would rather have Danny DeVito. I was gonna say DeVito. That'd too. be fine too. Danny DeVito is Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like like a, an old uh, short man <laughs> as Eddie. I don't care what they what they do with the other characters. You don't care what they do with the other characters. Focus on Eddie. He's a real star. <laughs> <laughs> Just paint paint a really crappy widow's peak with marker on Danny DeVito. <laughs> 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 and just let him do his thing. Just let him ad lib everything. Uh, Will anyone in particular you would want to see in this movie? Um, Jesus Christ, Greg. <laughs> honestly, I am so distracted. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I lost it. All right, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't even give a shit about casting. I don't because, of course, uh, Lily is going to end up being Sherry Moon Zombie. Um, I don't really care about this that much. I guess. I guess I'm just like, I'm kind of like flustered at the fact that Hollywood is turning to Rob Zombie for another movie. Uh, I think he should stick to like his his little independent fuck fuck movies. I think like they 31. Should, they should use a, a CGI'd hologram of Andre the Giant as Frank. <laughs> Or, or whatever his fucking name is, and he's always different every every scene. Yeah. Like it's him from like the the era when he's uh, feuding with Hulk Hogan, then like Afro. Or, uh, what's what's his name? It's not Frank, is it? Uh, uh Herman. Herman. That's what Herman Monster. Yeah. yeah, Frank. Frank. <laughs> I'm thinking Danny DeVito. <laughs> I can see that Frankenstein, whatever. Yeah, Herman. Uh, it's like, dude, I don't even know who I would cast as Herman in this day and age. Because uh, because nobody nobody is going to be able to capture the essence of Fred Gwynn. Uh, you know, may he rest in peace. I think who else would do it? Uh yeah, just I I love uh, I love Busey. Fred Gwynn, Gary Busey. There. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, man. That'd be kind of awesome. How about his son? Uh, Jacob, Jake? Jacob, Jake Busey. There it is, right there. Honestly, that's who I want. I want Jake Busey to be Herman Munster. No, Jake Busey is Lily. <laughs> and then Gary is it's Herman. Just in a wig. It's getting kind of incestual here, man. That'd be awesome. It actually, would you be. You think kind the of cool. monsters weren't incestual? I mean, they are incestuous. Incestuous. I don't even know what the word is. Incest. <laughs> Just kidding. I do. It's incestuous. <laughs> <laughs> Tro March has has affected us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it gets in you. I've watched more trauma in the last two weeks. Oh my than god! I have in my entire life. I've watched like maybe a trauma movie once a year. Sometimes, uh, like I'd say, even longer than that. Mm. This month has been very trying. Yeah, I'd have been I'd have been just fine just watching Death by Temptation, even though it's not technically a trauma trauma well, movie. Trauma produced. Yeah, yeah. We just we really got really deep into the well. I held off watching uh, Newcom High two until like it was like eight o'clock last night, and I'm like, <laughs> I guess I better watch this for the show. <laughs> God for the damn record, it. yeah. I would just like to get this on on record here. Yeah, I told you this movie sucks <laughs> over and over and over again. I I remember liking it as a kid, and I look back and I realize why, and it's because every scene has tits in it. There is that. There's a lot of butts too. Oh I, my god! I didn't, I didn't oh, remember yeah. how many. Yeah, and it. see, I'm a butt guy over a tit guy, so it was like a my lot of butts. There's a lot of shaking butts in this movie. Yeah. yeah, they were moving in all directions, man. And also, like, I got to think for squirrels, because squirrels are basically nature's flashlight. They like nuts. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, okay, so I'm going to be honest. Um, as a first-timer watching this movie, I liked it. No shit. Yeah. 
You like the Newcom High series. This is yeah. unexpected. Yeah, wow. I didn't, it, I didn't think it. Yeah, I was. Was because of the butts? It was kind of the butts. Yeah, I think it was because of the butts. Yeah, like, no, I, I actually like. I I was I was I was entertained last night watching it. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, hey, before we actually like get into that, uh, does anyone have any uh, any news for the week? Because it's uh it's a very slow news week in horror. Oh, um, Rob Zombie is going to be recreating the monsters. Yes, I heard that. As well. I heard about that. I read yeah. that in an article in People, starring uh, Dennis Quaid mm. and Natalie Portman. Okay. Well, Natalie I, Portman. I, I I also heard that Rob Zombie is going to be. Um, recreating the monsters. That fucking guy. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, right. Nice. Oh. Weird. That could be good. Um, he's gonna have Arne, I don't Arne, think he's gonna so. have Aaron Anderson and um and Beulah playing the lead roles. Oh shit, that's something. Yeah. Uh, wow. I'd All right, guys. That. That's yeah. there. You have it. That's a, <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> that's that's All what right. Rob Zombie's hoping. I couldn't for. think of any names, so I just like looked at the poster behind Greg and I just picked that Aaron Anderson. <laughs> that was good. Uh, These guys are kind of just hovering behind me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, back on uh, back on Rob Zombie, real quick. Did you guys check out? Uh, all right, so we had he, he, oh yeah, Lords of Salem, right? I think after that was thirty one. Did you guys see thirty one? Yeah. No. Uh, how did you feel about thirty one, Greg? I really wanted to like it. Okay. It had some good stuff. I like the concept. Like I like a fucked up Rob Zombie running man. Yes. Like that's a that's a great idea for a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Will the movie was. Like like Greg said, it was essentially Running Man. Okay. I, I like the yeah. characters. The characters were you know, awesome in this one. Chainsaw clowns and like the sex giants and like all kinds of. Weird I was a shit. big fan of uh, Midget Hitler. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> I think the my biggest problem with it was just the pacing. They spent, really? They spent a really long time on Midget Hitler first of all, and didn't give a, a proportionate amount of time to the other uh, hunters. I guess you'd call them. Yeah, but I, uh, what, yeah, the biggest issue was. There were a lot of scenes of the main characters just like sitting in a room, bleeding. Yes, like like waiting to be hunted rather than like moving around or like I think the the sets were way too limited. It's the one the one actress I can't stand. She was the older one that looks like uh, another thing. She has like that aunt look. Okay. Uh, the the redhead, the older one. I I fuck. I can't remember her name. She's in some other shit too. I just there's something about her. I can't stand her. Uh, Peggy Bundy. <laughs> Don't you ever, ever, <laughs> ever fucking say that. Peg about Peg Bundy. She is a sex queen, and I love her. Okay. Yeah. No, she's really hot. She yeah. is so hot. Oh yeah. Do you ever. What did I say? <laughs> Don't. Man. Do you ever do it? I love Peg Bundy. Uh, but I, I'm, I like 31 because I had such low expectations going into it. I like okay. that, uh, Malcolm McDowell was in it. That was unexpected. Yeah. That was really cool. They don't do it. I just, I, and also I love Doomhead. Yeah. I, uh, I actually, when that came out, I swore up and down when I first saw it, I was like, Micah is going to be this character for Halloween this year. <laughs> what? Doomhead. I, I, I Are you like, serious? I was like, as soon as he sees this movie, he's going to be this dude for Halloween because it would be perfect for I'm you. just going to walk around in a suit, white makeup, and like blood coming out of my nose? Yeah. <laughs> you could pull that off so easily. Dude, my Halloween costume for That'd this year, I actually want to be Billy Zane from Demon Knight, but <laughs> with uh, with the, the sheriff's head through the arm. Uh, that, that would be awesome. Be yeah, sweet. walking around like that with a cowboy hat and then somehow I managed to rig up some kind of yellow thing coming out of my dick and I could just lasso. Can I be the mailman? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> uh, Herman? Yeah. Or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah, Herman. You can just go postal. Daryl, the, be the my, mailman? Be my simp. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, I'll, I'll get a grenade vest. <laughs> I like it a lot. Will, are you going to be Breaker? Breaker from Electric Boogaloo? Electric Boogaloo? It's a different movie. Never that, mind. Yeah, man. That's Demon Knight. Let's break in. That's okay. breaking. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, what? Man, get your shit together. Right. No, uh, Will would have to be Cordelia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Will. Yeah. You're pretty. Can you be Cordelia? Wait, 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 wait. Did I say pretty? Because I meant beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, back on 31, like, I, I like 31 because I thought it was just fun. Uh, it was a fun movie. I, I, I absolutely love uh, Hitler the the mexican the the spanish spanish hitler uh little person uh and uh, uh dwarf yes that's there you go all right yeah we don't say that m word um and <laughs> super not cool to say the m word no it's not cool dude do you want to get us canceled uh so <laughs> i just i love 31 i actually i really liked it i watched it really? twice yeah i mean it's not something i'm gonna like go back and like rewatch midget it. Oh no! Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Oh no, no, all good, all yes, good, all I good. <laughs> um, they don't like that. They're gonna show up here and swarm you. Well, I guess before they come and swarm us, I think there's just one thing for us to do, and that's apologize. Is it that time again? Yeah, I'm afraid so. This is what keeps us on the air. Uh, we always get there. Le apologies. Yeah. Um, Greg, why don't, uh, why don't you go first, yeah, buddy? I'll go first this time. All right. Um, I'd like to apologize to one Lloyd Kaufman. Hmm. Kind of the man of the month. For Interesting. Uh, for those of you who are not aware of him, he is the director, uh, producer, writer, sometimes actor. Uh, he basically is Troma Films. Mm-hmm. He has a hard time, uh, you know, not being involved. It's his baby. Yes, yes. Okay. And since this is Troma Month, Troma March. Yeah, Troma March, Troma March, Troma March, Troma March, Troma March. Troma March. Um, I would just like Troma to say, uh, Lloyd, I'm sorry for implying over and over and over that you are a sexual predator. <laughs> hmm. I shouldn't have done that. Well. But let's be real here. There's some things you maybe, possibly, just kind of shouldn't have done on film over the years. Yeah. You are a bit of an unfunny hack with wandering hands. <clears throat> but I don't have any evidence that you've committed any specific crimes. So, uh, just because you played a blind man who reads tits like they're Braille in Terra Firmer, and you basically admitted in the script that you consistently make your lead actresses uncomfortable with their sexual pressures... That doesn't make you a criminal, per mm. se. But it does make you a cunt. Okay. Lloyd Kaufman, you're kind of a cunt. <laughs> and your movies are slowly making me lose my mind this month. So please stop. Thank you. I I I don't know if that was very much of an apology. It was. But yeah, okay. I'm sorry, Lloyd. Someone deserved. Sorry. All right. Sorry to you, Lloyd. Well, I guess I'll go. Uh, the piano's still playing. I don't really have uh, I <laughs> Will you burden Ernie right now? So, with that said, Micah, I think, I think you had something to apologize for as well. No. No? No, I'm not apologizing for it. 
Okay, fair enough. I, I mean, don't care. I don't care if he's your best friend. You're you're not know. going. You're not going to have a few words to say for my my good friend Adam. No, fuck him. Oh, okay. My <sighs> my longtime friend and hero Adam. Jesus Sir. Christ. Uh, all right, all right. You know what? Okay, fine. Adam, I am so very sorry that I called you out last week on the show. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that you're such a piece of shit. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sorry that you used a bunch of people locally in your movies here. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the last episode. I'm sorry that you have such a punchable face. He didn't mean it. I know he didn't mean it, but I can't help it. I, I, his face just makes you want to turn him into to, to, to grape jelly. You know what? I don't actually know this guy, but I, I think he's probably a cool dude. And, um, you know, you're right, Greg, and I'm sorry I should let go of things in the past, and I should be the bigger person chill, and man. just move on, and I should chill out, and I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, fine. I'm sorry. Adam Stegart, I'm sorry. The, the, local, the local independent film community in Buffalo, New York, I'm sorry to all of you. I'm sorry you have to deal with that cock. I'm, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to deal with such a genius, cool, which man. is, oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm fucking cool. I'm fucking cool. You're offending me and Adam. I, I know. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, Greg. Will, I'm I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm uh, no, I, I no, no, no. We're on the same page. Uh, so, uh, guys, I'm sorry for my outburst last week on uh, on Adam Stegart, local film director and, and visionary uh, genius extraordinaire. Thank you. On behalf of myself and Adam Stegart, uh, <laughs> we accept your apology. Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Oh, he's uh, one of them. Yeah, he's like the littlest brother. You didn't tell me he was... Hollywood royalty, Adam Skarsgård. Yeah, didn't you know that uh, Lionsgate was supposed to buy his movie, Gore? Shit. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, it's because he made it up. Adam, call me. <laughs> <laughs> call me. I'll be in your shit. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. I don't even yeah. need a contract. So there's my apology for the week. I'll Will. take my clothes off. Call me. Okay. Well. Adam, I love you. Um, I guess this, this is long overdue. You know, um, is it now? I mean, since August, since the first episode. I, okay, go on. Um, now I'm intrigued. There have been some things that I've said from the very beginning of the show. Since August 5th. Yes. 2020. Yes. I've only been here since December. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you've heard things too, though. So let's, let's not act like we don't. I have listened to the backlog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he's going to say? No, no one knows. This I is, have no idea. This, this is from Top of the Dome. Yeah. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. Biting my lip. As I was saying, there's some things that I've said in the past that I deeply and humbly regret. I'm gripping my buttocks with anticipation. I'm hard. Um, as I always say, it was very immature of me and I would like to take this time now to apologize for not one motherfucking thing oh well whoa swerve I said what I said and I said it and I'll say it again whoa I didn't see that coming you should (laughs) have I almost fell off my fucking chair over here so so brave yeah well there you have it guys Uh, I guess that's our apology for the week it's our non-apology to both 
Adam Schumer in the world. Yes. And Lloyd. And fuck Lloyd. You. And Lloyd. So basically, yeah. Big old fuck, fuck you. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lloyd. I didn't mean that. Nah. Yeah, you did. No. Lloyd Kaufman is seriously kinda, like kinda like enemy number one right now for this guy right here. And I got my thumbs up pointing at myself uh, because my brain is fucking literally falling apart. His Even movies are terrible. This, uh, it's not th- so much that I don't like trauma movies. It's just when I'm watching them. I always wish I was watching something else. I feel like we need. I, f- I feel like this month of trauma was a, a very bad idea for us to do. It was all and my ideas. Just fucking say it. Say I'm a fucking idiot. Well, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Say what you say. What you want to say, idiot. 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 Trauma. I mean, the shoe fits. You know, I'm not gonna. Hey, man. I, I, I I'm like, I'm low key having fun with it. But at the same time, yeah, this oh, I'm is, having a great time. Yeah, I, I'm having fun with you guys. I'm having fun with the Slasher Boys. Which, uh, after our review of uh, this this shit fuck movie, you could listen to the the Slasher podcast. Tell us what they think about this shit fuck movie. After the last episode, they actually did send me a free T-shirt. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it was weird. It said uh, Bike Week 1989. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville. Know, like, yeah. Oh shit, man. No, you're thinking of Sturgis. I was thinking of Sturgis. Yeah, man. Bike week since Bike Week went on uh this past weekend. Uh it oh, was sure. packed. Yeah. So it was it was last year they had uh they had Sturgis and yeah. Chris Jericho's band Fozzie ended up playing yeah. and caused like a huge COVID outbreak. All the they, COVID. They do that yeah, song of, uh Jesus be my guy. Yeah, that one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuzzy. 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 Jesus. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Christian rock. I don't know about you guys. I like that <laughs> one song they have about Jesus Take the Wheel. Yeah. Isn't that uh, that's a metal song, right? Jesus Take the Wheel because I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> can't tell you how many times I've said that to myself. I was going to say I can count on two hands how many times I've said to myself. All right, do you guys want to get into this movie or no. no? No, I don't either. I'm just procrastinating. Well, I will say I like this movie, so let's get into it. All right, let's get let's get the fuck into it. I think this is an interesting uh, flip flop of our normal yeah right uh, exactly, normal yeah. attitudes. How am I the one that's like ready to throw myself out of a window? I was surprised when you said that on the way up here. To be honest, well, I yeah, say, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. So, class of Newcomb High. Part two. Part deuce. Part, yeah, this came out in 1991, and it, I, the one thing I do love about the movie is that it does look and feel like 91, which was kind of oh, yeah. cool, because we're all, we're all dudes in our mid-30s. Well, other side of the mid-30s. From a visual standpoint, I'm this in my is very much a product <laughs> of its time. Oh, dude, totally, visually. Yeah, uh, but there was like... There was a lot of, like, fun underground movies that were coming out in the early 90s that were, like, gross, whatever. Like, I think about, like, some of the stuff Fangoria was actually producing at the time. There was a movie called Skin Deep that came out the same time that this movie came that. out. That's the one with Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's sweet, man. I have that on uh, on DVD. I'll have to let you uh, let you borrow it. I'm looking at you, Will. Okay. Um, I mean, it's something that we'll review eventually down the road. I'm thinking of maybe doing a month where we have trauma movies that aren't actually trauma. Trauma movies. They're trauma-esque. Okay. I'm busy that month. Yeah. 
Yeah, I apologize I've, I've, in advance. I've already determined I'm going to be in a coma that month. So it's just going to be me doing this? Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, man. Uh, well, it's not going to be April. That's going to be almost porn April. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. I, I need a good palate cleanser from this month and doing something completely different and fun for April. Who doesn't want uh, some good almost porn? I'm a big fan of porn. I'm even a bigger... I'm a big fan of almost porn. Okay. You kind of like. <laughs> yeah. I almost said bigger fan. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears, my friend. <laughs> uh, Jesus be my guide. <laughs> so this is uh, this is the first sequel to uh, Newcomb High, which eventually went on to do two other sequels after this. They came out in like the past. Oh God, what like t- like the past like five years. Uh, part two ends up going into part three. We are not going to talk about, talk about part three at all. And I know Greg gave me fair warning Tark. about, uh, yeah, we've got kind of a toxic Avenger two and three situation here too. Yeah, totally. And my God, all these movies end up blending together. It's always the same premise. It's, it's yep. something to do with toxic waste, something well, to do with transformations. I think, uh, my good friend Lloyd Kaufman tends to shoot a lot of material. And then before he knows it, he's got a five-hour movie on his hands, and he's like, you know what we'll do? We'll split it into two. No yeah. One, nobody will notice. No one will know, and we'll even call it different movies. We'll, just, we'll cut it off right when the monster is rampaging. And then I love that. Like, that's, that's my Lloyd Kaufman impression. You, I know it sounds just like him. Newcomb High, part one. Newcomb High, part two. We're going to keep going. Newcomb High, part three, the continuation. Newcomb High, part four. We're still going. There's a five. Return to Nukem Nuke- High. We returned. Isn't there a return to return? Yeah. So there's return five. Return to return Nukem High. There's five fucking Nukem High movies. Like, Will, you are you are way too accurate with those <laughs> titles. By the way, like that's. And also, exactly I you went full on like like Lloyd there, man. Did I? Fuck. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, the, I think the spirit of Lloyd Kaufman is in the room right now. <laughs> yeah. God rest his soul. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's rolling in his grave right now, listening to this. All right. Spinning like a spinning like a top. Spinning like one of those those little ladies that never mind. Uh, so no, keep it going. No, no, no. <laughs> what are you referring to? No, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, normally now this is the time where I start giving you uh, a little bit of background on this movie. There really isn't much of a background to give, other than of course <laughs> you her, don't say yeah. Hers and Kaufman they did produce the movie. The movie was actually directed by uh. Donald Jackson, who we know from uh, the who is the actual fucking genius that wrote and directed Hell Comes to Frogtown. He was also okay. the, the sixth Jackson sibling. He was the one that the uh, non-musical one. Yeah, he yeah he couldn't really you mean do the, much. The tenth. The yeah, tenth. Right, it's actually a bunch of those. Yeah. What is this? The Foreman family? Wait, 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 the Wayans family? The Wayans. Way- <laughs> There's more. <laughs> There's but man, how many fucking Wayans are there? There's so many. Like there's like there's like there's like there are there are legitimately like unknown Wayans. Like one just like started doing stand up yeah. recently. Really? Shante Wayans, yeah. She's it, she's funny too. Are I we just supposed to like like uh, immediately just go, Oh, Wayans, they must be good. She, she looks just like I mean a lot of them, them are know, a lot so. of them are pretty good. Yeah. No, oh, they're all they're great, yeah. yeah. I think if you average out the Wayans family, that's positive. Yeah, oh hell yeah. Yeah, man. You know? I love that. There's probably, uh, there's probably like one Wayans who just sucks, like it's just a dirtbag mooch Wayans who like lives off the, the success of the other ones. But, yeah, the dad. But he doesn't bring them all that's down. <laughs> he beat he did it was the same thing with the Jacksons. He just dad. beat and abused them all and made them get into comedy. Papa Joe. Papa <laughs> Papa Joe Wayans. <laughs> 
get out there and you do that, homie the clown sketch. Get out there and be funny. Be funny yeah. for Papa. I'm stuffing this sock for you. Fucking <laughs> hit me with hit me, hit me fucking Latoya D music. Oh, who was the the Jackson that had the song Centipede? Latoya. That was Latoya. Yeah, that's Centipede. Latoya. Yeah, that's not a good song. No, no it sounds like she's saying suck a dick. <laughs> yeah, that was misguided and wrong. <laughs> Oh she, god! She, was, she never should have gotten into the spotlight. Mm-mm. That movie was actually why Tom Six. I mean, sorry, that song "Centipede" was actually why Tom Six made Human Centipede. I've heard that. Really? Yeah. Sure. No. I mean, okay. The second one, though, he didn't hear it until after he yeah. made the first movie. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I have to do a sequel on credit." The genius of Latoya Jackson, and I'm going to cast a fat guy <laughs> to to fully embrace the essence of great. Latoya Jackson. Good. Latoya Jackson had a show on pay-per-view way back in the day when i had one of those boxes that stole was pay-per-view it, a, it was a playboy show right it was it was yeah. like a it was like so luke uh luke campbell from two live crew he had a show no, called stop, luke's but, 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 <laughs> let me see it brown he had a song like called doo brown doo doo brown they've got a lot of great songs holy shit Dude, I I love Two Live Crew. Uh, and how I, do you not? I love Luther Campbell and what he stands for. And he had that show called Luke's Peep Show where he had yeah. uncensored rap videos. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where I found out, like, oh my god, I really like butts <laughs> and black women. Yeah. That was like that's when I found out. That was my thing. Yeah. Right. Was and that, was that the first time you ever saw Put Him on the Glass? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Of course it was. How did you find what? Uh, yeah, dude. Of course I did. I jerked off to that video. It was great. Sir Mix-a-Lot, other hit, which is better than Baby Got Back. Hey, I wouldn't go that far. It's better than Baby Got Back because you... Dude, it's not even is... close to his quotable, though. Dude, how hot is it? How, Having, did, how uh, does it go? It, it, it's like, put him on the glass. Yeah, no, the rest of it. <laughs> I can guarantee you each one of us individually can do the entire song of I Like Big Butts. All I know is but the you, you can't put him on the glass. Him. You can't do put him on the glass. Yeah, but Nobody if it, if it started playing right now, I would know right away. I'd be like, yo, that's that song that I used to jerk off to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I mean, yeah, it, it would be like Pavlov's Dogs. I'll end up getting an erection if it came on right now. Uh, yeah, I may not remember. But y'all remember on BET Uncut? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I remember BET, BET Uncut was basically Loops Peep Show without yeah, the interviews. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that was MTV did a thing called uh oh shit, I forgot MTV's game. That's where they played all the rap videos that took place in strip clubs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Pretty much, like yeah. Every single video. Pretty yeah. yeah, pretty much. Tip drill video by Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was a there was a Jay Z song I remember seeing on that. I Must be your ass can angel face. I did tip drill. That's where I saw the other version of California Love. Oh yeah? Yeah, so they the spent one. they spent yeah <laughs> they spent all that money on that Mad Max California Love yeah and then they had another one where they just shot in like Doctor Dre's pool. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> it's just I mean you know what happens yeah Doctor yeah. Dre's pool which is just uh, sticky <laughs> <laughs> like the water is thick. Pee Wee Herman was in the background, <laughs> yeah, so you know it was sticky. Why can't I get through this fucking water for some reason? Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just sweaty, I'm tired, in drowning in it. <laughs> it's like a gelatin. <laughs> Uh, so this this movie, <laughs> how did we get Latoya Jackson? Latoya Jackson ended up having her own show on on there too. It was like uncensored. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe uh, she appeared momentarily uh, in the background of class of Newcomb High. Part two, <laughs> uh, subhumanoid meltdown. She's actually the uh, when the subhumanoids meltdown. That's yeah. that's Latoya Jackson. She plays the subhumanoid. Yes, the green one. Yeah, little, yeah. She does the voice. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's Latoya. That is Latoya before the the surgery. Yeah, and you. <laughs> Oof. Jesus Christ Christ. 
Wow. She looked different. I, I'm looking at a side by side of Michael and Toya. They look identical. Oh my god! Yeah, they do. Yeah, he had a a bit of a problem. Fuck. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do love Janet though. Who doesn't? Forever. Yeah, dude. That song "If" gets me pumped up. Yeah. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> What's not to love? Dude, it's not to love, right? <laughs> uh, so I. Uh, uh, we got ourselves, we we got Donald Jackson from Hell Comes to Frog. You know what else was going on in 1986? <laughs> no, okay, so this is so 1901. Donald Jackson co-directed this with Eric Laville. Uh, Larry Laville also went on to do Part Three. Donald Jackson had nothing to do with Part Three. Yes. Uh, I think Donald Jackson was just kind of brought in. Eric Laville was the guy that was mainly going to direct the movie. Right mm-hmm. now, Donald Jackson. If you remember back when we did our Hell Comes to Frogtown episode, Donald Jackson is the master at being able to direct a movie on, like, a, a penny budget. I've okay. heard that. Right? Uh, they brought him in. Uh, uh, they brought him in to direct scenes of the movie Terminator when they ran out of budget. They were just like, oh, my God, we have to film this fucking scene. We don't have a budget for it. Who do we call? Let's call the fucking man. Donald Jackson. He got up there and he was just like, "All right, guys, for this scene, I'm gonna need a paperclip, a cardboard he's, box." He's like the fucking wolf from Pulp Fiction. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. In. That's what he would call call, call in the wolf. And Donald Jackson shows up, <laughs> just this little nerdy guy. Uh, so Donald Jackson came in to help with uh, to help direct this movie, which was on a limited budget for sure. It's uh, a damn good cup of coffee. <laughs> I know my I know my coffee's good, Greg. <laughs> All right. And you it's see a good. sign outside that says Dead Terminator Storage? <laughs> I was going to say, wait. You know you going why you don't Greg? see that sign? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Quentin Tarantino just does that to, so he could get away with saying the N-word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's cancel culture right there. Might Whatever. Be his favorite like... word. <laughs> but honestly, probably because it's, it's, it's almost fucking movies. Like I can picture the smile on his face while he's watching his actors <laughs> say it. You know, he, he, he's just like him sitting there watching. Him sitting watching Leo DiCaprio say "nigga" all the time. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. I think oh that my was, god. That was more important to him than making a good movie when he did Django. <laughs> 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get Leonardo he's DiCaprio to say the N word over and over. You know what this movie needs right now? We need Leo to say the N word multiple times. Hold on, cut, Leo. You didn't say it. Hey, you know, I'm, say I'm, the line Quentin, is I, I, written. I don't feel that comfortable saying like that word this much. Say the line, right, Harvey? Harvey's over there raping somebody. Like, yeah, say the line, Leo. Uh, it, but but it doesn't make sense to say it twice in one sentence. Just do it. Do it, or you're fired. <laughs> yeah, while you're at it, show your feet. Take those fucking shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Uma's feet? They smell. You can smell the pheromones. They're so big and sweaty. All <laughs> right, five minute break, everyone. <laughs> Charlie, get the Vaseline. Oh, <laughs> All right, so who we get? We got uh, Corey Aim in a box. Someone let him out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck this movie. Uh. So we got... <laughs> Subhumanoid meltdown. Subhumanoid yeah. meltdown. Uh, that's really all I have on background other than the characters. So let's just say fuck it. Let's get right into the characters. Greg. Okay, we got all our right. main Take guy. Take us away, man. Uh, Roger. Uh, what was his last name? Smith or something? Yeah, yeah. Roger Smith. Roger Smith. He is. What a gene- They went really hard on that name. Yeah, I, I feel like they didn't really feel they, like, they yeah, so hard. We're gonna, he's going to be an everyman. All right, guys, I got uh, it. I got it. Roger Smith. Although for everyman. an everyman, he is enormous. Dude, do you know why he's enormous? 
Uh, I believe because he was a semi-pro wrestler at the time. I like that you say semi-pro wrestler, but incorrect, sir. He actually wrestled for Stu Hart's promotion. Yeah, I remember that. In Calgary, Alberta, Canada, which is Stampede Wrestling. That's Will, I, I know. Say, uh, Stu Hart. Yeah, Greg, you, you got nothing here, buddy. Will, yeah. I know you all about Stampede Wrestling. Not exactly my department. Uh, so, uh, his uh, Belzer. Uh, Belzer, he ended up, he wanted, he, he was going to be a bodybuilder, Greg, uh, but he, I he, feel like he accomplished that goal. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he was going to be a bodybuilder and he was going to be like, uh, they were like, Hey, you should come be Mr. Olympic. And he's like, no, I don't want to be Mr. Olympic. I think I'm more than just a body. I want to actually like pursue things outside of just posing. So he got involved with professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. He got a, a, a contract with stampede wrestling in the late eighties. Uh, where he was actually called Mr. Canada. It was oh, a, wow. it was a, like a Captain America gimmick, but Mr. Canada. He was uh, the big baby face up there, uh, but he couldn't really do much. He had that real football player style where it was just like power moves. And he just like uh, refused to cut that mullet. So he's like Lex Luger then. Refused. Dude, the mullet was so hot He was like, I'll time. tie it back, but I do not cut this. Yeah, no, man. That mullet, just like Samson in the Bible, that mullet was the source of his power. Just like Samson from church. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he uh, is... A honor student by day, lover of all women by night, self-proclaimed. Might have been one of my favorite lines from the movie. He is a journalist, as you said, a bodybuilder, and a mullet master. And professional wrestler. Yes, his wrestling name is Brick Bronski. Yep, good old Brick. Brick actually got offered a contract for WWF. He wrestled for WWF for six months, wrestling uh, the Brainbusters on tour with another tag team partner. Oh, wow. He turned down the contract because he said it was Looney Tune Land. Yeah. It was too cartoonish for him. And he said, uh, fuck this. Fuck your Pepe Le Pew promotion. I'm out of here. Okay, so, and he so, got into movies. So he, he turned down a contract with the WWF. He turned down Mr. Uh, he turned down being a, a, a bodybuilder like Arnold Schwarzenegger for wrestling and then pursued wrestling for the big leagues, WWF. Vince saw like everything in this guy, big corn fed dude with like bleach blonde hair and a mullet. Vince was going to like put money into him and shit like that. He basically wiped his ass with it and said, no, this place is places. Nah, I'm going to go make subhumanoid meltdown. Uh, y- yes. I'm going to go work with Lloyd Kaufman. I'm going to oh. be an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real asshole. And uh, I guess the, the the big thing like with him like getting out of Stampede was he actually shot on. And I know our our viewers, I, Greg didn't really know this, but our listeners know who Brian Pillman is, uh, the loose cannon Brian Pillman. He actually right, going to throw me under the bus like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Greg isn't really a wrestling. You know, fan. But there's a lot of things you don't know that I know. For example, okay. <laughs> i hate that we wait for it to say i hate it so much so he shot on brian pillman in a match and like knocked him out and tried breaking his arm but brian pillman managed fighting back and brick is so much bigger than pillman but pillman i guess just whooped his ass so that like so he lost like all of his cred Beat his ass until he pissed his pants, and that was the end of his career. <laughs> so, well, in Stampede. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, filling in some of the gaps. Good, know? good, good. That's good, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah. As they say, 
and he made a career out of two Nukem High movies. Ugh. I mean, to be fair, in the third one, there's two of them. So that's, that's like double pay. Yeah, that's like three movies. <laughs> so he's doing all right. No big deal. <laughs> I had two credits. Two credits. So next up on our list of characters, we have uh, <laughs> Professor Melvina Holt, which I can only assume is a, a reference to Toxic Avenger. Uh, Melvina, right? Yes, yeah. It's got to be. So yeah. She is, she is a scientist. Bit of a sexual deviant, a maniacal genius, a literal tower of hair. Yeah. And she is known colloquial, colloquially among her subhumanoids as Mommy Holt. This is Lisa Gay. Marge Simpson. Yeah, yeah. real Marge Simpson yeah. vibes there. This is Lisa Gay. She was actually in Toxie 2, Toxie 3. She Let's was all in, be mature about this. She was in Toxie. <laughs> G A Y E. Uh, she was also in I mean, Toxie. That make it better. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> spell it to the... <laughs> uh, she was also in Toxic Avenger Four, where she played an abortion counselor. Uh, and she's fine too. <laughs> oh, she's so fine, man. She was in Kabuki Man. Yeah, even with the hair. Wait, she was. was uh, yeah, she was the one that got ate by the tiger. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys just learning this? Yeah, man. I, yeah, I know. I just found this out too. Okay. <laughs> What are you, Rubes, just finding this out? <laughs> the tiger devoured the nubile. <laughs> the monkey rode the jaguar, whatever that was. Jaguar. Jaguar. You had this memorized last week. I actually did. I was reading that off the paper. <laughs> oh, all right. Who we got next, man? Uh, well, we'll move on to Victoria, who is our main guy, Roger's girlfriend. Lisa Rowland. Yeah. She is a subhumanoid with large bosoms. Yes, she is. Uh, melon heavy. Melon heavy is a uh, term that was used often in this movie. Melancholy? It is hilarious. <laughs> what is the fucking Smashing Pumpkins album? <laughs> the Me- melon heavy sadness? Melon heavy and the infinite boob <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, tonight. <laughs> Lisa Rowland is also a animal rights activist and a uh, very staunch vegan advocate. And a talented actress. Sure. Yeah. So okay. next up, we have Yoke. Who My is, man, Yoke. He is our uh, our fat man of the movie. He There's is always got to be at least one. Well, <laughs> he's one of the two fat men of the movie. Oh, he's the fatter of the two. I would say Michael that. Kurtz is, is his he, name. Is he fatter? Oh, by far. He's definitely the healthier of the two fat guys. It might just be more that he's the more exposed fat man. Hmm. He shows off his fat a little more than uh, the other guy you're referring to. Yeah, the other guy was completely covered because of the psoriasis. So. Yoke is the leader of the gang, the Squirrels. Yeah. He is, uh, as we said, an out-of-control fat ass. Hey, boys, that squirrel? <laughs> and he's a bit of a leather daddy. Leather daddy, I like that. And he actually, he has the word eat, the words eat broccoli tattooed on his stomach. For now, was that a real tattoo? I don't, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it might be. It looked the same in every scene. It was kind of hard to tell. Yeah, it totally was. Also, I didn't really give a shit. I may have uh, focused on it more if I actually like wanted to know. Yeah, but he's he's just such a repulsive human being that I didn't want to like. I didn't want to like pause the movie or anything. Disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. So then the next fat guy that you're talking about, Dean Okra. Oh, this fucking guy. He is a red-faced pervert. Yeah. A victim of psoriasis, as Mm -hmm. you said. Yep. A high-voiced weirdo. Oh God. An overall gross human being, and he is funding the subhumanoid project. Yeah, sorry, Scott Rizneck. I'm not. All right. Uh, this is really the only thing he did. Well, yeah. I can see why. Have you seen this? 
Yeah, he really <laughs> he didn't have a whole lot of self control. No, he had kind of a scallop going on, a really big beard, Just uh, dripping in sweat. Constantly. He was so sweaty in this movie. He, I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. He had an alcohol problem, <laughs> okay. like behind the scenes. You think so? Oh yeah, man. I uh, no doubt about it. This man was. Uh, he was he was in the throes of addiction. Every one of the Dean scenes is with Lisa Gay, who is uh, Holt. <laughs> who is with? Uh, it's, sorry, it's twenty twenty one. Be mature, please. It's, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Holt. All right, Doctor Holt, whatever, mommy, as they would call her, the subhumanoids would call her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you. every scene that Dean is with Holt. Did you notice that the only times Professor Holt is wearing those obnoxious sunglasses? is when she's with scenes with Dean. Yeah. The reason for that is... His, his this, odor hurts her eyes. This act... Because <laughs> I can see that. All the scenes they have together, they're literally, like, face-to-face. And apparently this guy would spew his fucking lines, and they would just constantly spit in her face, and she was flinching. Oh, my God. So Lloyd was just like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Put these sunglasses on. Uh, and Put the sunglasses on and meet me in my trailer after yeah. the shoot. Put the sun. I don't want the sunglasses on. And then they fought. Uh, so <laughs> every scene that they're together, she's wearing those sunglasses. That is yeah. because of that is because he was spewing. Yeah. He was spewing spit, saliva, cum, and sweat in her fucking eyes because it's a trauma movie. in urine. And he's a gross fat fuck, and I am not surprised that he never got any more work after this. Cause... No, neither am I. Well, no, because he died right afterwards. He's just, he's just, shit. He didn't die right afterwards, okay. but he, oh, is, okay. he is definitely dead. Well, all right. He's an unappealing person. Yeah. He's not the type of guy you want to see. I just want to know who movie. came up with the idea of him having that Paul Bearer voice. <laughs> that was him. That was definitely him. Oh, God. <laughs> it had to be him, yeah. No doubt about it. He's like a mix of every uncle that you hate and Paul Bearer. <laughs> Well, there goes my PTSD. <laughs> you unzipped me! No! I'll be back. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Alright, I've composed so, myself. Here yeah, don't slam the door like that. Next up, we have Diane. Who, minor role, but she is Roger's friend. Yeah. She's the receiver of his voice recordings, which he's doing throughout the film. Uh, don't have a whole lot of notes on her, but she's basically Janine from Ghostbusters, is what I got huh. out of that. She's fucking awesome. She's yeah, my she she's my favorite part in the movie, and I was. I'm gonna go on and go on what I did last week with Kabuki Man and masturbate. To I'm kind movie. of upset that we didn't get to see her with a little less clothes. If yeah. you say so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I loved her. Yeah, she was the only one out of everybody else in the movie who didn't actually. Yeah, everyone else her. in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, on the other hand, was able to avert my male gaze. Okay. No. And focus on Dr. Jones, who is a much sexier character. Dr. Jones. Professor Jones, I think it was. <laughs> yes. Dr. Jones? But I, I called her Dr. Jones because I'm a fan of the uh, short the, round. The, the Harvey Ford movie. Um, <laughs> 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 Illinois Jones and uh, the Temple of Bones, which was a, just a classic from the 80s. There were like three of those. Did yeah. you know that movie was a prequel? I didn't. Actually, this is news to me. Well, there you go. What was the other one called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. <laughs> the last hurrah. There's a, the sarcophagus of Stephen, I think was the yeah. second one. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Crusaders from Mars. 
<laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Crusaders from Mars! Subtitled, and we don't care. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Jones is the head of the school paper. She's a big old busty hooker. And <laughs> They're called sex workers, damn it. Well, then you're going to hate this because my last note was just whore. <laughs> it was just the word whore with a period after it. Well, that stops a good time. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Nothing like a... Never mind. No, so no, continue. No, 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 no. Where, 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 is, that, is that all the characters? It is. Oh, thank God. That's my last one. All right, There man. were a couple other minor ones, but we'll, we'll talk about them. Yeah, well. there's some minor ones there. There is... Uh, uh, but, but let's... Uh, let's let's get right fucking into it. Nukem High Part Two. We open with humanoid meltdown. So let's get right into the movie. What let's movie? Get, uh, Nukem High Part Two. Uh, Subhumanoid meltdown. Yeah, son of Baconator. Hmm. Subhumanator. Subhumanator. This is essentially a really small, windy sandwich. Do you remember uh, the cartoon, The Inhumanoids? Uh, n- nah. No. Oh, it was made by the creators of G.I. Joe. Hmm. Okay. And actually, it could have it could have been a trauma uh, plot line. Is it the same plot as this movie where there's... Well, there's a man named Roger who is ah, the main character. Yeah, uh, all right. He's trying to rescue his subhumanoid girlfriend, Melvina. Or fucking <laughs> Victoria. Melvina. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, the melon-heavy Victoria. Well, let's just get into Tromaville 1986. 91. 90? 91. 89. 91. Okay. 98? Well, doesn't the plot take place in 86? Or no, the recap is 86. This is a retelling. Okay, so the opener of the movie is a retelling of the first movie. So if you've never seen the first movie... Literally, the whole movie is told within, like, two minutes. Which, if you're watching the sequel before the original, you kind of fucked up. Did you? Um, yes, because the first one's way better. Yeah, the first one is way better. Um, okay, <laughs> so, we recap real quick. Uh, pipe breaks in the Tromaville power plant. Leaks into the water supply. Mutates the kids while they're drinking at the drinking fountain. Yeah. Uh, yada, yada, yada. School gets destroyed. The day is saved. And they build the Tromaville Institute of Technology. Yeah, which is basically funded by the Nakam- Nakamura, Nakamama, Nakamama, Nakamama. Yeah, was that a play on like not the mama, but Nakamama? Possibly, I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. Well, they call it the Tip, <laughs> Tromaville Institute of Technology. Ah, uh, and that's kind of a running gag throughout. The oh, movie. that's so Kaufman. fucking clever. That's so Kaufman. And appropriately, uh, we open with a ton of half-naked female students being sexually harassed by power plant staff. Yeah. No, oh, I thought you were going to say Lloyd Kaufman. Well, that's who. Well, they mentioned uh, that at this school, limited locker space causes students to wear limited clothing. I do like that gag a lot because I like women that aren't wearing a lot of clothes. Well, you and Lloyd Goffman have a little bit in common there, I think. We're basically the same person. I've always thought so. I've always said that. And that's why I won't ride in a car with you anymore. Well, that's your loss, man, because I am very much a... Gra- yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Uh, so keep... <laughs> Aggressively sexual? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't take no for an answer, Greg. And that's why I sit on an inflatable donut. Yep. No. Oh. That's not why. Uh... <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so we get uh, uh, let's get into like the whole. So we had the we had the recap, and then we get right into the meat and potatoes of the movie, yeah. which is actually uh, it's just like uh, you're you're telling a story that is already fucking happening. Well, we dive then, we dive right into uh, like the climax of the movie uh, yeah. where the meltdown alarm is going off. Yeah, panic ensues. A giant fucking mutant squirrel is stomping on action figures, which I thought I was kind of awesome. I, I, thought, I thought that was a rat initially. I did like that effect. Oh, you thought it was a rat? Yeah. Eh, I, I can see that. And our main man, Roger, is carrying Victoria away from the danger. This guy looks like 1990s Sting. He does. You know yeah. what he looked like to me? Flat top surfer boy Sting. Yep. My first impression of him was if Bart Simpson took steroids. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like... And this dude is supposed to be laidless. This guy's a hunk. Yeah, they, they, and they throughout their whole movie they treat him like shit too. And he gets beat up like, a lot. Like he's like yeah, you know, like he's a little bitch. This he, movie is not accurate. I no. think that's kind of that's. I think I I can't even tell like if they were actually going for that joke. See, like, like I I thought they were, but then I'm like I don't know because like, he's supposed to be like the dorky like school like reporter, except he's just like a sex machine. I, uh, it, it doesn't so, realize it. it's so fucking weird too because like there's scenes where he gets his ass handed to him like he's a big fucking nerd but then there's another scene where like he's he, going full ninja and fucking everyone up yeah up until the very end of the movie he just he kind of gets bullied and beat up a lot yeah so maybe, I, I, yeah I feel like they're going I feel like that was like purpose I, I guess is that the joke maybe it that like somebody like yoke who's like short and fat and clearly never did a push-up any day of his fucking life could work over a guy like this well, 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 roger roger smith wasn't real obvious but i i would guess that's what they're going classically for. trained professional wrestler roger smith yeah i've never heard of him <laughs> i mean brick will give him a collar or tie to collar elbow tie up and Give him a good old waist lock. So anyway, uh, Victoria is she's covered in puke. She's barely clothed, and Roger is narrating into a recorder. What led them to this point? Yes, yeah. I uh, we find out he's he's narrating for Diane, and this is also one of those like Lloyd Coffin things too, where it just goes off on a sh- on a spiel, something that like is in Lloyd's head that's bothering him. It's like a Dennis Miller rant. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of pointless. Like, pointless it's a real, it's a real. Hey, you know what really grinds my gears, <laughs> and then just go off on a rant and try to make it funny. Yeah, it's really not that funny though. Yeah, the whole about like a capitalism and greed and whatever. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's Lloyd uh, jerked himself off over how he's the the anti. He seems to really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. You know what made uh, uh, Iggy Pop so cool? Is that he never talked about how... That he took his shirt off and rolled in glass? Yeah. But he never... <laughs> fucking ta- invented he, rock and roll? He never fucking talked about that it. That he could fly? T- Dude, we all know he could fly. Yeah. There's a lot of things that make Iggy Pop cool. And yeah. he's way better than Lloyd Cobb. You know what makes Iggy Pop really cool? He had a song with Kesha back in 2000. The vampire teeth that were real. Will likes Iggy Pop from the Crow movie. City of Angels. City of Angels. Ooh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only good thing about that. Why isn't Iggy Pop in this movie? Um, probably because he doesn't like Lloyd Kaufman. That would yeah, be probably. my guess. Mm. What's well, his loss? He managed to avoid trauma entirely, even though he is sort of a like an actor on the side of his music. Yeah. And I think that was by choice. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if uh, if Lloyd asked him and he was just like, mm, I'd rather be doing heroin. <laughs> I'd rather roll around in glass. Yeah. <laughs> I can't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have nerves. <laughs> no, I want to be your dog. <laughs> <laughs> People tend to leave the room after that. 
<laughs> yes. Now I want to be your dog. He's just he's the best. He's, a, I love he's the greatest person in the world. Second Roger- greatest person in the world is Roger here. Roger Smith, who uh, not to be confused with Roger Smith from American Dad. <laughs> yeah. The alien. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I threw Greg off. Which you know, is a I hilarious take it, I, cartoon. I, I take show. it back. This movie's actually really bad. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> like I'm looking at my notes and shit, I'm like, wait, this movie's actually not that good. You were saying you liked it. I know, I just changed my mind. Don't fall into the whole thing because I don't like it. Don't no, give in to the not. peer pressure. Yeah. No. no, no, you like it. You stand tall and proud. I'm reading my notes and I'm like, uh. Okay, so we flash back to a few short weeks ago when everything was normal. Yeah, good old normal day in Tromaville. Hmm. And we see a student group touring the TITS nuclear reactor. I don't know why I didn't catch that. Led by a what seems to be a punk rock dominatrix. And I we, wish we had more of her because she was banging. Well, yeah. we find out later that just all of the students at the school are just uh, like punk rock deviants. And they, they never go to class. They just <laughs> no, party. They just, they just party and have sex everywhere. They just party in the classrooms. That's, that's great. That's like a day at school. Yeah. And it's not even high school. This is a college at this point. Yeah. It is an institute of technology. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like you're paying for this. Like an ITT tech. So we're introduced to the Richard Milhouse Nixon Library, the cafeteria that serves frog sandwiches, and a uh, just a plethora of gas mask sports. People are swimming in the pool in gas masks. They're uh, running track in gas masks. And they're naked in gas masks. Everybody's naked. There's a lot of nudity. Uh, and we find out that the Squirrels Gang, previously mentioned, led by Yoke, are terrorizing the hallways. Yeah, but the only thing they fear are prepubescent boys on rollerblades. On yeah, playing uh, street hockey, yeah. which I also fear because if I come within a hundred yards of one, I go to jail. Oh boy, you know me both, babe. <laughs> what? So we meet Roger, journalism <laughs> student and muscle-bound sex god. We'll fill you in on the story later. Will he goes home to do one-handed push-ups and listen to just a series of rejection messages on his answering machine, <laughs> which was confusing to me. Right. Yeah. None of the women at uh, at Tit want to go out with him. Apparently, this guy, and again, uh, let me paint a picture for you. Picture a beef hunky, a, a beefed up hunky dude who's not cut, but like puffy, fluffy look. Yeah. Uh, and uh, ta, ta, ta. Uh, flat top, but a mullet in the back. But the mullet is pulled back into a ponytail. Also, his hair it's is bleached blonde. The guy has a square you jaw. You know what his hair looks like? Hmm. I previously mentioned that he was like a steroid Bart Simpson, but he's actually. Do you remember the Simpsons episode where the the uh, Carnies take over their house? Yeah, he's got hair like fucking Cooter. He so does. Holy shit, that was a great Cooter reference. Hair. Cooter like, hair. That's another reference for our buddy Mullen. Yeah, Mullen, listen to our fucking show. Yeah, you piece of shit. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we mention Simpsons sometimes. Yeah, occasionally we we talk about Simpsons. <laughs> if you if you stick with it, maybe I'll say something about Willie. Ooh. Oh, wouldn't Ooh. that be special? <laughs> we'll get there. In due time. That'll be for our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to so, pay. Yeah, you want to talk about Willie, Groundskeeper Willie, you got to pay for that you, shit. then we charge you. Yeah. Uh, so we got uh, uh, back on this guy, and he has a nice square jaw, kind of like RJ City. Um because everyone knows who that is. Fuck, never mind. Coolest guy just, in the world, RJ City. He has a, he has a Bruce Campbell jaw. Now that's that entertainment. <laughs> the Bruce Campbell jaw, let's put it that way. That's fair. Yeah. Uh it's a, a real, lot more a lot more famous. A real a real meathead. 
Uh, Real entertainer. Yeah, but apparently the problem with this guy is is that he stinks. Yeah, people keep mentioning that he's smelly when he walks past him. Even at one point, a guy in a gas mask tells him that he stinks. No, you stink! And that was, I mean, as dumb as a lot of the humor in this movie was, that actually kind of got me. That was funny. I was like, gas mask dude even thinks he stinks. But he puts on deodorant before he walks out of his dorm room. But it's just, it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's that stinky. It's so stinky, but then he, uh, is it this where he comes Will, to- help me out here. How stinky is he? Uh, oh, okay. sorry, I lost it. I fucked up. All right, let's try that again. Okay. He's so stinky. One. <laughs> stinky, stinky, ah. Uh. Uh, uh. That's what I was going for. <laughs> there it was. All right, my bad. You guys like the pest? Yes, I, I enjoy the pest. I very much enjoyed the pest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, our uh, our hero, uh, our surfer boy Sting looking dude, he comes across a flyer that says, "You will have sex for eight bucks." It says, "You want sex bad?" Yeah, and he clearly does. Eight dollars for an hour. I said. First come, first served. Yep. So naturally, like any strapping young lad his age, yeah, he goes to this study immediately, mm-hmm. and that's where we find Professor Holt. Yes, uh, who uh, has a hell of a beehive on her head. Yeah, a real Marge it Simpson. Looked good though. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, she's a babe. Yeah, she's such a babe. Yeah, even with that hair, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and isn't that where he, uh, they start doing like a little questionnaire thing. Like when is the last time you had sexual relations? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, in the past month, like 35 times. Yeah. She screens him on the way in and he, she basically says sex with yourself does not count. Yes. Ooh. Which again, you know, this, of course this dude's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Self mutilation in the tool shed, man. Self mutilation. Did I say metal mutilation? <laughs> yeah, you did. The lighthouse was actually a Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With so many pleasures of flesh, Jesus wept. Can you imagine that? Like a scene in the lighthouse, Robert Pattinson comes across the cube. I have so many lobsters to show you. <laughs> <laughs> Why just spill your beans? <laughs> Jesus wept. Spill your Uncle Frank. <laughs> Come to daddy. Will, will you fucking watch The Lighthouse? I, I don't want to now. No, you do. I don't know, man. You want to see... Because I don't w- get any of these You want to see Krusty... Re- exactly. You want to get these jokes? <laughs> if you, you want to see uh, Robert Pattinson just beat the life out of a fucking seagull, that's the place to do it. Yeah. And you want to see Robert Pattinson beat the life out of his dick while watching a mermaid... Uh, a, a mermaid little action figure. Yeah, fish for Yeah, that's what you do. I don't know if I watch any of this. You I wanna... know. I know we make this sound very appealing. Yeah. But... Yeah. You want you want two and a half hours of Willem Dafoe farting on command? I don't know. Lighthouse is such a better movie than this movie. <laughs> Will looks scared. He <laughs> looks so upset. <laughs> <laughs> So after after Roger goes through all these fucking questionnaires, he ends up being taken into a room by a guy who is a contraceptive uh, extraordinaire. Aficionado. Bit of yeah. an enthusiast. Uh, oh, oh, yes, here, sir. We have a ribbed condom. And here, sir, we have the lambskin condom. You know, actually, lambskin condom is why I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad told me that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, they they don't work. It's kind of no, up. apparently lambskin condoms don't work. And then next thing you know, nine months later, waka flaka. 
Locker. Uh, and then, uh, the guy, uh, the guy. I go course, hard in the paint, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where the guy actually, uh, the ongoing gag of, oh my God, Roger, you smell so bad. Why don't you put on one of these deodorant condoms? Yeah. Yep. Because those are a thing and they work. Yeah. That's actually why I'm here. A deodorant condom. Yeah. Yeah. Those don't work either. No, they make you they make you all stinky. Yeah, stinky with sexuality. Oh God, that is. Do you want me to get aroused? That's where kids come from. Like <laughs> stinky sex. <laughs> That's ignorant. No. <laughs> uh, so he ends up leaving, and then you have like a weird voiceover going, like, "Mr. Smith, take your shirt off." Yeah, they make him put on a blindfold, and they say, "No peeking, or you lose your eight bucks." Yeah, you want to lose your eight bucks, huh? But I love the take your shirt off. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I think that was that was Lloyd Kaufman on the on the intercom. It totally, totally was. Even yeah, if it wasn't, it good. was. Yeah, no, every every voiceover in this movie is Lloyd Kaufman and, and Michael Hurst. That actually is a fact. Every every <laughs> perverted line I just assume is Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. It's so weird because Lloyd is like I follow him on social media and he's so progressive. But I don't know what he still has this 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 humor. I mean, at the time it was funny, I guess. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this was a funny movie. This movie, it, no, this humor didn't age well. It made me laugh. Did it? Yeah. One part that did make me laugh, though, maybe, huh? Was um. They're, they're like, I'm not, I'm, I think I'm kind of fast forward. Are way. you? Are you? Do you want to save it or do you want to just throw it out there right now? It depends on where we are right now. We got. Where are you guys? I don't know. They're about to have sex. Oh, We're at okay. the sex experiment. Yeah, we can, yeah. We can, we can save it. All right. So that's where Victoria comes strutting in. Yeah. With her yeah. big old tits and her gross Cronenberg navel mouth. Oh, Which God. fucked me up because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's kind of a big part of this movie. Why yeah. wasn't there any scene of like putting a wiener in that thing? Yeah, right. Because this is yeah. A, for whatever it's reason, they avoided porno. it. There, later on, there's a montage a sh- of these mouths doing all kinds of other stuff, but no no penis eating. Smoking cigarettes, drinking beer, eating, spitting, brushing their teeth, but no penis eating. Yeah, okay. it just doesn't happen. It's very upsetting. I feel like if this was reality, somebody would put a dick in Well, yeah, no, obviously. Mouth. I would. I wasn't going to say I would, but... I totally I would. I know somebody would. Yeah, it's me. Raising my hand over here. Someone. It's me. There would at least be a person. It's me. It's me. Mm-hmm. I literally just said it's me. Like, who do you think it would do it, though, Greg? I, I'm not exactly sure. I'm pretty sure it would be but me. But there would be a person. Okay. I would fuck that stomach mouth. Like, if you polled, like, 99 out of 100 people. Right. Yeah. Say no. Yeah. yeah. But there would be a person. It, yeah. It's me. Would do it. But somebody would do it. That's what we'd, have to, we'd have to do a little work to find that yeah. person. Shit, man. You guys got stomach mouths? I'll put my dick in it. Oh, wait. Wait. You, Michael would do it. Hey! You would do it. You'd fuck the navel mouth. I totally would. All right. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Gotta be honest here. Hmm. I would too. Yeah. Well, I'm, well. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Deep throat. No gag reflex like, down there. Yeah, <laughs> where does it actually lead? They don't they don't really tell you much about the anatomy of the Maybe stomach you mouth. don't want to do it because of the stomach acid. Do you think Ooh, it goes do you think it goes like right into like the large intestine? Mm. Or into the stomach? Like when you pull it out, there's poop in your pee hole? Oh. No, well never mind now. I did not consider that. Yeah. Can I take back my 
my previous statement? I'm keeping it. I have. I don't know if I would do no, that. No, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand I'm just where kidding. I'm at. I'd still do it. Yeah, I'd yeah, do it. We'd all do it. All right, so they end up getting it on, but of course they're under camera, uh, and it's a uh, Dean... Dean, what the fuck is the Dean's name Dean again? Okra. Dean, Dean, fatty, fatty, fat, fucking psoriasis, crusty ass piece of shit. Yeah, he's disgusting. He's so gross. Uh, and Professor Holt. Yeah. So they're yeah. they're talking uh, about her experiments. She shows him what she's been up to with his money. Yeah. She's been gene splicing. Oh God. I know, Will. This is your favorite scene. Nah. The, the gene splicing scene. Nope. No. This is one of two scenes I noticed are straight out of fucking Naked Gun. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the next one is when we get there. Okay, please do. But, yeah, gene splicing. We got two pairs of fucking Jordash sewn together in a science lab. <laughs> I thought they were Arizona jeans. I prefer Jordash. Back then, they were probably Jordash for sure. In really? My, yeah. In, in the th- 90s, Arizona were pretty, pretty popular. Oh, Martha, that's an iced tea. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you these things. At the time, I st- that I see was expensive for ninety nine cents. Yeah, yeah. Now it's cheap. I mean, it's a big one though. I got a big one for you. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I thought it was kind of funny the gene splicing, and then it's just I first we started with denim. Sure. <laughs> I laughed, and then we've got a hair lizard, a fly man. Yep. And my favorite, a monkey dolphin. <laughs> I was a big fan of the stop motion on this. Yeah. That was something that I did. Uh, I did notice there was some okay stop motion throughout, like mostly towards like the end of the movie. But yeah, they actually had some effects that weren't just like throwing blood on an eyeball. Yeah, so that was cool. Not to say the bloody eyeballs are bad, but yeah. And then there was like a gag where it was uh, uh, one of the subhumans were having sex with a gorilla. Uh, yeah, that, and that's she... where the subhumanoids come from. It's, yeah, all these other experiments or whatever, but when humans and gorillas bang. Uh, and then incubate for nine months. That's where we get the subhumanoids. Hmm. So they're basically they're kind of just like like Cro-Magnon. Yeah, men. they're kind of like cavemen. Oh, like bald. Wait, cavemen. this was the plot. I didn't catch this part. Oh. I was really fucking high when I was watching this movie. Yeah, well, that's where they come Uga. from. They they bang the gorillas and then they they come out as uh, subhumanoids. This is stupid. This movie is so stupid. Yeah, I a, hate the yeah. plot to this. It's a bad, dumb, stupid movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I love dumb shit. This is stupid. Oh, and I didn't I didn't mention Dean Okra sexually harasses Melvina as they talk about their maniacal plans. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. <sighs> as you mentioned, she actually had to put a barrier in between the two of them. And it was bad barrier with sunglasses. Because she was so uncomfortable with his bullshit. Yeah. And also, good for her for keeping like a straight face during these scenes when he's grabbing her tits. I can only imagine how repulsed she was by having this man like hang on her. Yeah. He was just, he was wet and red and just fat and crusty. And then that voice. That fucking voice. Like, he's, he's seriously like the most repulsive human being on the face of the planet. Like, literally, like, if you haven't seen this movie, think of like Paul Bearer, but with a skullet and a giant beard sweating everywhere with psoriasis. Yeah. And you know he smells like balls. Yeah. <laughs> I, he smells like foreskin left out in the like, sun for a month. He's, like, wearing like bologna. An, he's wearing an entire suit that smells like fucking ball bologna. Oh, yeah. He's doing the Chris Farley thing, just rubbing a fucking uh, car refresher on himself. And there's not a doubt in my mind that in between takes, he is furiously masturbating behind a dumpster. Mm. No, I think no it's doubt in front of everybody. He, he gets to touch sweet, sweet Melvina on set. 
And then he just goes and rubs one out. He came in his pants, let it dry, and then he peeled it off. Oof. Just that's, like someone we know. That's a thing I've heard that some people do. Yep. Gross. We call that eggs over the moon. <laughs> a little moon's over Miami. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we... God damn it. It's uh, incredibly convincing. So... We are taking a long time moving this fucking movie. Jesus Christ. So uh, before we started reviewing this, we decided that this movie has absolutely new, no plot, and it'll take us 10 minutes, but here we are. Yeah, yeah, would you like me to sum up the plot? Yes. Subhumanoids exist in a lab. Then they break out. Then a squirrel gets big. The end. <laughs> Credits. Yeah, that's yeah. actually... There's, yeah. no, there's no resolution to anything. So basically, uh, right after this this whole like sex scene thing, where they uh, they reveal the plot of how the subhumanoids are being created, uh, our reporter uh, Roger is watching a basketball game, and this is by far the best basketball game I've seen in a movie since Slumber Party Massacre, <laughs> because they're all naked. Yeah. How it's, about Escape from L.A.? I mean, Escape from L.A. didn't get me hard. Got oh. me pumped up, but it didn't get me hard. That makes one of us. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I guess I was a little like like aroused in a way, but not that much. But yeah, this is the best basketball scene since Slumber Party Massacre. And uh, Roger is talking on his little voiceover gimmick there, recording things for Diane to type up into the newspaper about how awesome Amy is at playing the game. Next thing you know, yeah. Amy just has a straight up fucking meltdown, and you a got subhumanoid pre- meltdown. A subhumanoid meltdown. A subhumanoid meltdown. That's incredibly titular. Whoa, whoa. Hmm. Uh, and then you got Professor Hall coming in here like nothing to see here. She just choked on a chicken bone <laughs> and scoops uh, scoops the little Belial-looking head up. Yeah, this is this might be the, the one of the only things I actually like about this movie are the little the little goobers that come out of this. The little goobers are awesome, man. I, I I swear to God, I've shit one of these things before. You know what they reminded me of? In, uh, Belial. Think, well, for that, first of all, but if anyone was, uh, was a child at the same time I was, do you remember Boglins? No. Mm-hmm. You remember the Boglins? I don't remember the Boglins. I remember the Godwins. Do you remember the Godwins, Will? I remember the Godwins. You remember yeah. The, you remember yeah. the Baldwins? Oh, Billy Baldwin? Well, one of them's good. Alec? Steven's okay. Steven's awesome. Yeah. Oh, little Billy. He was in Vampires. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Old Billy. He's doing okay. He's great. He's doing all right, Billy. Real Steven's a golly. He, he might have been William back then. Probably. There was a, a very distinct moment where he switched over to Billy, and I think it helped his career. <laughs> So she melts down. What were you? Were, were you getting at something with that? What do they look like to you? The fucking Boglins. I can't believe you. I don't know, know what, what you're are. talking about. Well, you know what? They look just like the little goobers from this movie. All right. Is it a cartoon? Yeah, kind of. No. It, a kind of. Is it a cartoon or is it not? Well, I think they were toys. Oh, they might have been. A so they were just toys. Was it a toy that got turned into a cartoon? Was it a ter- cartoon that got turned into a toy? Was it like the GI Joe thing, like toy first, uh, cartoon later, just like He Man? I don't actually know the extent of the Boglins franchise. This is what we need from you, Greg. All right? You should have a whole background on this. You're just going to throw to me that they look like the Boglins and not give me anything Bog- about the Boglins? Boglins. The Boglins. Like a goblin, but a but backwards. A goblin. Boglin. Oh. See what I'm Goblin. Saying? Goblin actually, and some Boglins. It's actually incredibly clever. I, hey, man. If you I give like it, it a moment to roll around in your brain for a bit. Yeah, okay, clever. Yeah. You don't like it. Consider it. 
So Professor Hole comes by and yeah, scoops up. Yeah, please get back to the fucking movie. Oh, Jesus <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. I'm trying my hardest not to talk about subhumanoid meltdown. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, that. I know this. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of in the I'm kind of in the same the same gimmick here. Uh, so back on this, uh, she melts down. Uh, we got yeah. Roger going to the. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> she melts down the fucking. Oscar the Grouch busts out of her <laughs> fucking navel mouth. <laughs> so yeah, Boglins aside, this this little goober, it's just a little green grubby monster. It's a it's like a brain with arms. Honestly, it looks like Green Krang. Yeah, yeah kind of does. Kind of yeah. does. You guys remember Krang? Yeah, <laughs> you remember the Boglins? He was also <laughs> a, a cartoon and a toy. He was back in the day. Kind speaking of, of speaking of Krang, this is like off subject, but did you guys see the uh, the new trailer for the? Um, for the new TMNT arcade game that's coming out? No, but I heard about it. How is it? It looks sweet. Does it? it is looks, it, is it, it based like, on... It looks like the, the actual arcade games. From really? Yeah. That's, that's awesome, fucking, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I know Turbo Kid has a video game coming out that looks like that, too. That's yeah. all like uh, 8-bit style. Mm-hmm. Turbo Kid's the shit. Yeah, man. I'm still waiting for the sequel. Nah, fuck that. It doesn't need a sequel. <laughs> it was supposed to get a sequel. I don't, it would, Ironside was signed on to come back for it. It's perfect as it is. Sequel would ruin it. You're perfect as is. Overdone. Don't overdo it. Uh, Let it be. So Roger ends up going to the newspaper, uh, uh, which apparently the the school has a newspaper place. And, of course, when you walk into a room in a trauma movie, what's going on? There's people drinking, having sex. Partying. Partying, whatever. There's fun time. Yeah, there's one person working at a desk, and it's Diane. Yeah. Diane, the one girl that I wanted to get nude in this movie that didn't sweet, get nude sweet in it. Diane. Sweet Diane. I love Diane. Diane yeah. is awesome. Diane oh, yeah. was so awesome in this. She was the best part of the movie. Yeah, she's got the, for me at she's least. Got the glasses and the attitude. Oh, she and she was she was very animated. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got Professor Jones comes out dressed like a whore. She's fine too. See, you say whore, and I say like Vienna uh, White, you know, that was like uh, like like a high class one. A real Julia Roberts type. Yeah, sure. Pretty woman. Mm-hmm. So she's his boss, and uh, he tells her about the uh, the slime that he saw earlier. Yeah, it goes over the whole thing, and then she comes out being like, would you say that you saw a subhumanoid meltdown? And he was like, I did see a subhumanoid meltdown. Uh, but guess what? There is no such thing as... A subhumanoid meltdown. Uh, and she just throws the whole thing out of the window. And I realized in this moment that maybe titular lines are overdone. <laughs> yeah. This has been kind of a running gag. Every me. every movie that I've watched in the past, like, 10 to 15 years, I always say the, say, the, say the title of the movie is movie. And I'm starting to think, should I not call out these titular lines anymore? No, I love fine. the part when Courtney Cox is just like, wow, this is such a scream. I said the past fifteen years. Oh ah, shit! Yeah, <laughs> boy, isn't this? Sh- this sure is a Terminator Genesis. <laughs> all right, well, all can't wait till tonight when Jason goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me pull out all these things I uh, I wrote down in this notebook. Oh no, it's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but our ship is called Covenant <laughs> Cable Guy. <laughs> I could go on. I guess this is just as good as it gets. <laughs> ah, there it is. 
fuck? Where are we? I have no idea. That movie uh, had Jack Nicholson in it. Oh, it did it. Did it. All right, so then uh, she throws it out, and she's like, give me something a little more juicy than this. So he's like, oh, okay, I'll do that, whatever. And uh, he ends up taking off, and... Well, she tells him, I'm tired of, of printing truth. Go out and get me some dirt. Yeah, yeah, but he walks out, and he ends up getting bullied right away in the cafeteria. Yeah, just gets the shit beat out of him. He gets food poured on him by a, a yoke. Yeah, she, you know, a beer. He pours a whole fucking beer on him, yeah. and who comes there to clean up? Because apparently, I don't know if we left this part out or not, but the whole pr- meaning behind the subhumanoids is that they're going to do work that normal people don't do. Basically, they're they're just they're meant to be they're indentured servants, like low intelligent like workers. Yeah, it's just like hey, clean this shit up. Also, one thing that I I kind of thought when I saw this part, since she's playing like janitor essentially, yeah, why wasn't why wasn't she named Melvina? If they're going to make that reference. She comes out mopping. <laughs> Greg. You know, they, they called the doctor or the professor Melvina, but she's like, it would have made more sense for her to be the reference, right? Like, I don't know if you knew this, but Lloyd Kaufman is fucking uh, an idiot. Uh, uh, he's an idiot. And um, I, like, I, I feel like you could write a better. Close. I feel like you could write a better movie than this. I could because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh God! Oh, that was close. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she he's, shows he's a revolting human being. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's where he's like, "Oh my God, you're Victoria. Remember me the other night from our little experiment?" Uh, that's how and we got a little <laughs> <laughs> on my futon. <laughs> Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get subhumanoid in here. Subhumanoid meltdown. Uh, so she's just like, oh my gosh, I don't really remember you, whatever. She's being uh, a real subhumanoid here. Um, and then uh, it kind of dawns on her, like, oh my gosh, you know Professor Halt. You mean mommy. She's calling her mommy and stuff because all the subhumanoids know her as mommy, whatever. Um I Also, this movie makes no sense in the sense that we're like, subhumanoids are out doing normal stuff we don't know they're subhumanoids when we should know they're subhumanoids well, that was the whole I, plan they were they're trying to integrate them into the student body mm-hmm. yeah and i love that the one little gene genetic defect is that they have an extra mouth on their tum-tum yeah <laughs> and also they're kind of r- idiots yep they certainly are greg <laughs> they certainly are uh okay i'll stop making that joke yeah <laughs> it's insensitive and inappropriate. Oh, man. Uh, so they I, go on a little bit of a date for a moment. Yeah, holding hands, bouncing around and they stuff. They walk across campus. They throw each other around. Uh, he throws her into a tree, which is awesome. She <laughs> yeah. doesn't get knocked out, so she throws him into a pole. <laughs> they start saying they love each other and shit. Yeah, he goes unconscious, so she leaves him a note that says, Hey, I'm going to go talk to uh, Mommy Holt. And yeah, what a, what a thing. That, you know, you get a concussion, best thing to do, sleep it off. Yeah. yeah. I've been saying that for years. Oh, yeah. Will. Remember that time you bonked your head and I tucked you in bed? Yes. Yep. Slept it off. Look at you now. I know. Yeah, you're fine. So then we jump over to Mommy Holt and two subhumanoids who are in jail. And she's saying, you know what? We're going to teach you bitches how to mate. So she feeds them to, which I, they look like uh, like swamp monsters or something, yeah. who are putting their hands through the bars. They never really uh, show these these characters. But Mm-mm. she's like, you're going to go in there and mate with them. And These are definitely the the, the humanoids from the... The Deep, whatever that movie was, that Roger Corman flick. 
The Black Lagoon. Sure. Creatures. In in the the reachers from the Black Lagoon. (laughs) Jesus. So they get eaten. Yeah. And she's disappointed. Yep. Well, that probably shouldn't have happened. But you know what? I'm gonna grow myself some more uh, subhumanoids because we can do that in this lab. Well, this is the point where like she she finds out that they're uh, they're starting to have this subhumanoid subhumanoid meltdown, meltdown. Uh, and she's <laughs> one more time subhumanoid meltdown. Classic Nukem High Part Two. Okay, meltdown, meltdown. Well, anyway, Dean Okra shows up to sexually harass Melvina and sweat way too much. Oh God, he must smell so bad. Yeah, I have that. I have that written down in my notes. Like ham sandwiches and farts. <sighs> like fried spam sandwiches. Yeah, like oh, not even God. not even like real not like not like black forest ham. No fuck. But like spam. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like he's he's like a guy. He probably like keeps lunch meat in his pockets just to like eat every once in a while. Oh, I think it was at this point in the movie. Now I like the aesthetics of this movie. I really do. I like Old how it, mayonnaise. Ugh. <laughs> I like how the movie looks. Like I really like the aesthetics, but the one thing that I think it was this point in the movie where I was getting really fucking like pissed off about was the music do you guys do you guys notice that the fucking that, that terrible music that I, was I being really, played i didn't really pay a lot of attention to it, it will did you that, pay attention really yeah. yeah it was that same like it was a generic like bump 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 over top like oh, like ele- elevator kept, synth yes yes it was very like elevator music it was almost like 80s porn music huh. minus the saxophone Gotcha. It was yeah, like all probably... the all the other instruments, but no, like sax. Yeah, like royalty free kind of stuff. Like you just use it. It was something like you would go on, like uh, like say like a podcast, and it's like, hey, I really got to use some music for it. So let's type in, let's see, royalty free music, and I feel like that's what Lloyd Coffin fucking did. And you end up with like the theme from The Incredible Hulk. No one has to pay for. Don't you? fucking tell anybody that we use that you want to get us sued shut the fuck up oh jesus christ i'll get back to your fucking script so anyway melvina (laughs) and and dean okra are having a little bit of a conversation yeah uh he's telling her she needs to hurry the fuck up with these subhumanoids is his name okra because okra is disgusting okra is the worst that head crossed my mind yeah, because okra is, is not good. Terrible. People that think yeah. okra tastes good, they're lying to themselves. It's not good. awful. No, it's not, no it's it flavorless. tastes like it's boogers. Yeah. yeah it's it, a booger vegetable. Yeah, literally. At worst, it's a mushy booger. At best, it's a flavorless fucking cucumber. I would rather eat Brussels sprouts out of your ass oh. than eat okra. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. You're going to have to ask me twice to eat I'm Brussels sprouts out of ass. Yeah. Fucking healthy, honestly. That's good for you. Well, I mean, technically, yeah. But Okra tells Melvina that he already told the board that the subhumanoid integration is a success, so she needs to put her fucking foot to the gas and uh, catch up to the promises he's made. Yeah. So after that, we we go outside and we see that the squirrels and the subhumanoids are partying in the school. The subhumanoids are being treated like slaves, mm-hmm. and they make one of them eat glass. Harvey. Good yes. old Harvey there is just eating a bottle, and he's having a great time because he doesn't feel it. And but he's doing everything he can just to fit in. He just wants to be their friend. I'm not going to lie. They, the, start, the movie started losing me at this point, too. Like At, at, at the point of the band montage, I was like, uh, okay, I'm starting to starting to like not care. I think I went yep. into the, the kitchen. I made myself a sandwich at this yeah. point, too. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I did like the effect though of all the glass coming out of his neck. Yeah, and the yeah. Sheets. I was gonna say at that point. Yeah, actually, that that was cool. Yeah. Well, he yeah, I did like that look. Down. Yeah. Wait, that's what, what? Does he have a subhumanoid sub meltdown? Down, down, woo, So he has that meltdown, and Yoke is just like he is grossed what? the fuck out. What is going on here? I. Uh, Oh my God! So we we have a brief yeah. scene of Roger and Victoria fucking. Yeah, on Victoria a able down. to go get uh, Roger. Victoria reveals that she's a subhumanoid. He finally realizes that she's got Which a mouth on her stomach. Was hilarious. I think it was kissing her stomach mouth. Yes, that was that, that got, was one that of got the better parts. His reaction to it was great. Yeah. Uh this guy not a good actor. No, but his no. reaction to the mouth on the stomach was pretty good. But he's a <laughs> hell of a wrestler. I've heard. Uh nope. <laughs> well, then he's a then he's a an okay actor and a pretty good wrestler. He's just a big guy. He's a he's a man with that corn fed smile and a beautiful haircut. Great haircut, an old yeah. cooter cut. Yep, my cooter. <laughs> so right. she uh, she freaks out because she's embarrassed about her stomach mouth and she runs yeah. away only to be captured by Yoke. By Yoke, he straight up yokes her. Yoked her yokes up. her up and takes her right to Okra. Yeah, who's <laughs> ready to fucking sweat all over. And her. Okra's yeah. like, "Well, I thought you did." It's all I heard. <laughs> that's all I heard. I. Uh, that's pretty much all she says. Yeah, yeah, that's or it. He says that's all. That's all I hear the whole fucking movie. Uh, so I, he's, but I, he's being a dick, and Melvina flips out, saying that my subhumanoids are are living beings. Don't treat them like shit. Stop calling them them it. Yeah, and for that reason, he says, you know what? You're going in jail, too. <laughs> you and Victoria, locking you up. I'm tired of your shit. Yeah, because apparently there's a there's a prison underneath And then just this. randomly, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys understood why this happened, but a fucking a flying fish boy just kind of flies around in the, the hallway, blows by Roger, who's, who's oh, in yeah. there now trying to rescue him. Yeah, that, that Dude, time. that thing was fucking terrifying. But it's like, it's yeah. like a, a stop-motion effect. Yep. All right, so that, uh, well, this is right before that, Roger, uh, is this where the, the janitor has a meltdown? Well, this is, and then, it, yeah, I yeah, think so. and Roger is, uh, Roger's kind of solid snaking his way through the basement of the facility. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, rescue, uh, he's got the box on him and shit, he's strutting through. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he, he, sees, uh, he sees what's going on. But he doesn't make a move yet. He leaves to go back to report to uh, his oh, boss. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that thing that flew by was fucking terrifying. I don't know where it came from or what it was doing. It never shows up again. It doesn't. No. But it's like, kind of there. Like, legit, there's something about stop motion that is very unnerving to me. Stop motion yep. is like how nightmares move. And I don't remember. Maybe it comes back for part three. I'll no. never know because I'm not going to fucking watch it. I'm not doing this to myself. No. No. So uh, Roger goes back and tells Diane to type up this article about subhumanoids. He's about to blow the lid on the whole fucking story, and she gives it to Doctor Jones. Uh, she says, "She says I don't believe any of it." <laughs> okay, Doctor Jones. But she loves that it's all bullshit, and she says, "I'm going to print this on the front page because I'm awful at my job." Yep. Uh, I love that we both have the same like reaction to that. Yeah. And, and then another student uh, blinks her eyes, and it says, "Fucking fuck me" on her eyelids. Or however that went. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, it said, I will suck your dick, Dr. Jones, yeah. on her eyelids. It says, it's, it's kind of a long one, but it says, Harrison Ford, you can do anything to me. <laughs> yeah. It's written across her. Harrison Toyota was just like, you know what? You got it. Oh, Dr. Jones. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. <laughs> okay, Dr. Jones, I don't touch nothing. Yeah, actually, in the original script, I think Short Round was actually called Toyota. <laughs> 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 
comes Honda. Anyway, this is where the janitor melts down. Yeah. yeah. And he, uh, he attacks Dr. Jones, throws her out the window. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> because it, it wouldn't be a trauma movie without somebody getting launched out a window. Oh, well, he should have ripped her tits off That's first and then threw yeah. her out. Keep it real Kabuki Man style. Like, yeah. a, like a football that you accidentally tossed into your neighbor's yard. She fucking just... <laughs> A real Sandlot moment. Just through the sky, lands on the ground, she's dead. The best part is she didn't even have a window in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? This office was just like a closet. Yeah, it was basically a, a janitor's closet. Yeah. Into an well, that's why <laughs> it was his closet. I honestly forgot she got through out the window. That's funny. Yeah. So she gets uh, yeeted out of the window. So he, he turns into a subhumanoid goober, and he chases Roger through campus, hanging on a string, <laughs> which I love it. I, I do. That's my favorite part it. of the movie. Um. And uh, he gets he gets kind of fucked up by Yoke for a moment, but this little goober saves him. Yep. Yeah. He scares them away. Yeah. Thus showing that he is a friend. <laughs> I was really high watching this movie. Really, really high. And I think it was at this scene where that's, I was cool, like, man. where I was like, uh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not like, oh, dude, it's so fucking. Uh, watching this little fucking thing talk to Roger in the dorm room Far was out. was the was actually fucking hilarious. <laughs> And I couldn't stop laughing during this scene. And it was, was it, the only part of the movie that I liked. Was it groovy? <sighs> you know, man. <laughs> fucking, I'm just trying to tell you guys my experience about how, like, whatever. This movie sucks, but this move, this part actually got me. Did you see the part where the squirrel crawled into the cooler of toxic waste? <laughs> hey, man, this tastes pretty good. He turned yeah. into, a, turned into a, a big squirrel. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? This squirrel started, talk, started talking all of a sudden. Also, yeah. that was uh, Lloyd Kaufman's voice, I'm pretty sure. It was... Very versatile man. Plays a squirrel, plays a rapist. <laughs> with equal with equal talent. <laughs> squirrel plays a rapist? What? Are you saying he wasn't acting when he played the rapist? I, I don't know. Was, wait, what? I like, when I like was to there, think he was. Was there rape in this movie? I'm talking about other other endeavors. This is the one trauma flick that we didn't have to deal with, like, rape. The one we're doing next week, mm, there's a lot of it. You're wrong about that. There's a lot of like background rape in this one. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Not to dwell on it. Yeah. Because that would be not groovy. Not like me being high <laughs> watching this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Space Cadet over here. Man, I, you know, I'm just trying to fucking lighten the mood, talk about how I really like this scene. You ever, because... you ever just look at the stars and wonder, we're so small. Dude, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, man. Just... Let me live my life. Just as tiny beings, just on, on one, <laughs> one speck in the universe. And somehow we exist on the same planet as Lloyd Kaufman in Subhumanoid Meltdown. And I just think, we're lucky, man. Man, you're going to keep making fun of me because my, <laughs> my li- I just, you know, want to just have fun and be groovy. I just want to live my life like Rob Van Dam. <laughs> just have sex with my, my big ass woman. Uh, Damn it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shit, man. So this fucking this fucking thing tells him to rally up some troops and go storm the the fucking storm, basement of this storm place. Storm the reactor. Storm the reactor. Wade, sure. start the reactor. <laughs> and they do. Yep. So Roger beats up a bunch of guards like a badass on his way to rescue Victoria. He couldn't beat up the squirrels, but he managed to beat up these fucking trained guards. Well, yeah. the squirrels fucking huge now. Or you're talking about the gang, the squirrels. Talking about the gang. Yeah, no, they're tough. <laughs> no. Because they got chains. Sure. <laughs> and leather. So the giant squirrel pukes and pisses on everyone and everything. Okra gets his head torn off by what I think is just a demon. Was that the thing that was flying around? No, it's a different one. A different one? I don't know. Maybe it was the same one. No, the one that was flying around was like a little, it was like a baby. 
The one that tear, tears his head off is, is bigger, I think. What teared his head off? Unless it grew. All right. So either way, Ochre gets his psoriasis head turned up. You know what? I bet this thing really took care of his, his dandruff problem. Yep. yep. By ripping yeah, his head off. Him up. Yeah. So the meltdown starts. And based on everything I've seen about Chernobyl, this basically means that everyone involved in this scenario is just dead within a couple of days. Hmm. That's the real. That's the dark part about this film. Yeah, sounds about right. If the nuclear reactor is melting down, like you're, you're all dead, and you don't even know it. Yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah. Movie's over. I yeah. mean, bit of a downer. I don't. It, there was a so, like Holt ends up giving uh, Roger the antidote nope. to the. <laughs> nope. The end. <laughs> Are you sure they all died? From a uh, nuclear meltdown. Then how was there part three? Nope, didn't happen. I don't know, man. The end. Okay. Subhumanoid meltdown! meltdown! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what we're saying is this movie really sucks. There's a little bit of blood, some puke, some tits. There's more tits. There's Body a fluid. Whole bunch of tits in this movie. Yeah, there's mouse. Everyone gets sexually harassed. A big giant squirrel gets led away by a helicopter holding a giant nut. Gives Lloyd Kaufman uh, the opportunity to be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Let's lead him to East Tromaville because my mother-in-law lives there. Ha! Don't you ha, hate your mother-in-law? Ha, ha! Ha! You have to marry your mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Um, Mr. Lloyd Kaufman, you should be ashamed of yourself. Thank you, Will. Yeah. That's uh, I. And if you expect me to watch part three... You are mistaken. You can, you can kiss a black part of my ass one more part three. Yeah, mine too. I've seen you naked. Right? Yep. I know where that is. Yeah, yeah you do. Yep. A lot of people do, unfortunately. You yep. probably don't want to go there, Lloyd. Mm-mm. You probably don't want to go there. No. All right, yeah, so there you go. Gets a little dicey. Class of Nukem High part two. There's a big squirrel. Yeah. What I could take away from this movie is uh, <laughs> now. Point. Yeah, I mean, it was big probably one of the squirrel. best parts of it was the squirrel. I guess. Um, all right. Now, when I was when I was little, I remember watching this movie and absolutely loving it. And rewatching it as a 37 year old, I know why I like the movie so much is because every scene there's there's boobs, there's boobs, boobs, boobs and butts. Butt. Yeah, dude, there's so many butts in this movie. There's so many boobs in this movie, and not just like. Oh, hey, boobs. There's, like, really big boobs. Yeah, there's awesome boobs in this movie. But there is absolutely no plot line. There's no. The, the plot. Like, Greg, you said it. You said it best. The plot is, is that the subhumanoids exist. And then they break out? And then they break out, and some of them turn into little goobers. Don't, they don't even break out because they're already out. They've already been released. Yeah. Subhumanoids exist, and then they kind of just go out of control. And then a big squirrel shows up because somebody didn't know how to dispose of waste properly. Yeah, the squirrel kind of just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Although they do they do kind of foreshadow like they they focus on the squirrels throughout the film. Yeah. But like suddenly the plot becomes we're fighting uh like a squirrel. And also you. the fact that like the gang in the movie is called the squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, what, but is it like a monster movie or is it a subhumanoid like a zombie movie? It's a lot of everything. It's a protest movie. You know what it is? It's shit. It is. Big old piece of shit. Will, how did you? Uh, uh, how do you feel about this one? Well, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I, I, I thought I enjoyed it. If you were going to give it a rating out of scaries, what do you think? Uh, I'm going with two out of five. The only thing keeping it a two is all the boobs in it and butts. 
You know what? There's a lot of boobs and butts. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Yeah. yeah it kind of sucks. I would give it, I would actually give it like a two myself, to be honest. There's no plot. There's a really not, not great. I mean, the characters aren't great. No. Characters there's a couple terrible. of good special effects. There's some boobs and butts and blood, some piss. Uh, you know, five out of five for me. <laughs> like i feel like we should see this coming by now yeah um i guess don't watch this movie no no watch the first nukamai if you're yeah, watch the first one definitely because the first one if good. you're if you're yeah, like first one's actually good yeah, yeah if you're bored if you're hungover watch the first one don't watch the second one the second one is atrocious never watch the second one no. because it will only give you blue balls because you feel like you should watch the third one to finish the story, but you also don't care. Yeah. yeah. But it goes on to do a, like, Greg, you mentioned, it straight up does what happened in Citizen Toxie. Yeah, our main character, Roger, uh, splits into two two twins. Kind of a double dragon sort of deal. Yeah, good and a bad. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's that just sucks. Yeah. I Honestly, I don't remember anything else about the third one aside from that. I don't think I've seen it. I saw it once and then never again. And Greg, and, uh, you watched the recent sequels, the Return to Nukem High and Return, Return, or Nukem well, I only High. watched the first one. Oh, really? No, I know. Like Our friend Sherry's in it, and there's also a lot of other local actors in those A lot those of people movies. from the area are in it, Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to see it. Yeah, um, if you're curious, we, we actually probably know by now, we live in western New York, Buffalo, um, and then a lot of actors were in that one uh, from between like Rochester and Buffalo. But i got to be honest, it wasn't good. Okay. Hate to say it. Yeah. I mean, uh, good on you for being in it. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. you know, you get the cred for being in a trauma film. That's you know, that's well, fun. But it's just not. It's not a great movie. I wouldn't want to watch it again. Let's pass this off to our dear friends out west, the Slashers podcast. Slasher boys, how do you feel about Newcomb High Part Two? I bet you love it. This is Slashers. On damn, that's scary. My name is Jake, and with me, as always, are my esteemed colleagues, co-hosts, and cohorts, Doug, Adam, and Adrian. Say hello quickly, because we only have five minutes. Hello, all you wonderful mutant goons from beyond. I'm speed reading this one. <laughs> I squish okay. mittens. It's Adam. Oh, I was trying to go before you. Hey, guys, it's Aid. Oh, I feel like you're anti-inclusive, because, I mean, you're holding back to this primordial sense of uh, matriarchal patriarchal gender roles and trying to put yourself as a lady first i feel you're oppressing me and my my hetero life mate adam here okay no because um i can't follow squish mitten i thought we talked about this last week so oh, that is a very valid whatever. point for those of you keeping and track. doug said i sounded like a deflated balloon so <laughs> i will not be a deflated balloon anymore to all of your Man. mansplaining that's okay we'll be the whoopee cushions I, what better to segue than whoopee cushion into this week's movie? Uh, class of Newcomb High Dose Subhumanoid Meltdown. Uh, what did we think? What is our one taking point away from this movie? Doug. This film is like it's ADHD, the movie on drugs and Ritalin all mixed in together. If I could explain this movie in one way, imagine you grew up watching RoboCop and you loved it. And all of a sudden you go and see RoboCop 2 and you hear cartoonish sound effects and uh, people flying and dancing in the streets. And then when RoboCop's fighting the bad guys, you hear RoboCop Part 2, like the theme song's playing halfway through the movie. That is Class Nukem High 2. And it's some really shitty 16-bit like soundtrack for a platformer like boom, 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 boom
Yeah, just imagine that. Though, to its credit, RoboCop 2 does feature kid drug dealers in an arcade fight scene. I'm really into it. Aid, what did you think of this movie? What's your takeaway? I really loved Professor Holt, and I would still be here for Halloween. Like, she was the best part of this whole movie. Just order one $3 pair of sunglasses off the internet from Wish.com, uh-huh. and then just show your bra. <laughs> and that's the character. Well, I guess you have to do the That's it. Too. Yeah, well, the, the, the wig. I can. I briefly lived in Maryland, and they have the Beehive Festival. The best. Yeah, for sure. The Bestival Festival. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it was cute. I mean, it was cute like the first one. This one's a little more over the top. I don't really like the squirrels. Like, I, I prefer the Cretans in part one to the squirrels in this one. Adam, what'd you think? You know, it's never going to be part one, but I feel like it kind of kept the same vibe going. It was definitely more of a 90s trauma film. Um, I just always love the visuals just the the cast of extras in these movies are are by far my favorite they become part of the scenery and that's what i love about this series two and three kind of blend together to me but this one's still really fun i dig it yeah my big takeaway is just the amount of tits i think they were like it was they were conciliatory tits of like look we're not going to recreate the magic of the first one but we're going to give you just oodles of of boobles and i was happy with that my big criticism the music yes it does get its own original score but nothing's gonna beat the ethan hurt and the coup what's going on at newcomb high which i forgot to mention on our full-length fucking episode on class of newcomb high which is available now on slashers pod that if you listen to that song at 1.25 speed it is fucking gnarly super killer bruh it's unbelievably cooler like it it just that little bit of tempo really does it and if you do it on youtube audio modulation isn't that distracting were we happy to Mm. see toxie in this movie or was it kind of tiresome of like oh god damn it again again trauma this one does break the fourth wall so many times that it becomes exhausting but no, it was nice seeing Toxie. Just kind of a throwback to trauma. But here's the thing. If, if Say if you were to just rent this tape from the video store back in the day and you didn't know anything about trauma, this movie would make no fucking sense. Like the references and it's like, what the? Yeah. So, you know, I can't imagine what people were thinking who weren't knowing of trauma. But it's good to see Toxie make a little cameo. Yeah, it's definitely not one that stands on its own. It definitely needs the the context of its brothers and sisters like there's no way you just introduce people to trauma through this film it feels like one of those shitty movies you'd watch on comedy central at four in the afternoon but the copious amounts of copulation really prevent that from being a feasible thing it just has this weird kind of eh, like i feel like with some better mixing some tighter editing it could be cool the one thing that i was really hurt and wounded by as a human being as a sensitive soul that i am a conduit to the cosmos and the spiritual realm was that we didn't get to see a kaiju big battle between Toxie and the giant squirrel. Why are you going to have both of them in the same movie if you're not going to give me that? That's the juice. It's like you're not giving me the cum shot. Well, one thing I'd like to say, too, about this, uh, <laughs> I bought the Blu-ray, and I, I have an OLED TV, and i got to say, this is, it's sad to say, but this is the most beautiful movie with colors flourishing all over the scenes on my OLED TV. So really, if you have an OLED TV and you want to try to impress people, Watch a Class Nukem High 2 on Brown Ray because the colors will pop. Yeah, seriously, even those pictures you sent, like, in Messenger were so vibrant. It's unbelievable. Eight, any points you'd like to make? It's very meta, but I thought it was cute, especially when he was uh, at the beginning when Roger's praying to God, saying no more trauma films, because I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait for these trauma films to end. So I, I, felt, I felt that. Yeah, you start to lose your sense of time and reality when you're getting immersed in these trauma films. I think I, because I've, I've watched more than just what we've done and damn that scary has done at this point. 
if you guys are all like kind of wary, I I was originally of the mind like how could anybody have a Troma Now subscription? There's not enough content. Now I'm like kind of indoctrinated. I'm like, yes, I've I'm part of the cult now. Where where do I put the the tattoo on my forehead? Is it between my eyes? Where do I do this? So I'm leaning in. I think we need to do Tro May and Tro July and Tro August. Tro August, huh? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> But you can catch us on Slasher's Pod no. for all the content for the rest of March. Enjoy. Goodbye. Good die. Sorry we went long. Whoa. Shit. That was unexpected. There he, that was very unexpected. That was very expected. What the fuck y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That you, was. you did love it, didn't you? Nah, I don't know. Loved it. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe you did. I loved it. Did you like it? Did you guys like it? Did you hate it? Uh, did you guys... I think they liked it. Maybe we should listen to that again. We should listen okay. to that again. Probably, right. yeah. You ready to listen to it again? Okay, ready? Okay, go. Do it again. Whoa! Shit! Okay. Did you hear that part they said about free t-shirts for everyone? Whoa. Even better the second time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that's going to be our episode. Next week, we are going to conclude our trauma month. Thank God. Oh, my God. I know. I cannot fucking wait oh guys uh next week is actually not going to be a lloyd kaufman michael hers movie it is going to be an astron six movie that uh trauma produced those guys are good uh very fucking good so you are going to get a better movie if you i'm just going to throw it out right there now so you guys could watch it in advance it's father's day father's day is on uh amazon prime uh it's also on tubi and i'm pretty sure it's on both them uh awesome no no very good uh get your awesome shirts from greg for free if you uh i got i got nothing there contact me uh, at mike of 42069 if you want a awesome <laughs> shirt guys if you uh if you wanted to email us first come first serve if you want to email us you could email us at damn that scary pod at the gmail.com yo if you guys have facebook and if you still have facebook shame on you like myself i fucking hate facebook but i'm still on it but if you have it hit up our page at Damn that scary pod. Yeah, man. And if you like tweeting and knowing everything going on in the world, who's getting canceled next? Probably us. You can check us out on Twitter at Damn, Damn that, that scary. scary pod. Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was doing something there. If you like pictures. Yeah. If you really like pictures and short video clips, you could check us out. <laughs> that we will do sometime soon. Yeah. At Damn <laughs> that scary pod. <laughs> on the Instagram. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you want to check out our avatar, you could check. Damn that scary pod. <laughs> you want to hit us up on MySpace? Damn that scary pod. Yeah. You want to be in our top top eight? Better start sucking some dick. Damn. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. So I guess in closing, Greg. Love each other. Good. Will. Care. Four. One. Spit it out, Junior. And my God, I this oh, this Sorry. fucking this fucking movie <laughs> broke my brain. I'm not even doing the closer. It hurt my feelings a little bit. Though. Yeah, I apologize. I, I didn't do it. No, I wasn't looking at you. I know you weren't. That was my, that's my bad. All right, guys, keep it spooky. Shut up, bitch. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got you good. <laughs> Waka flocka. <laughs> hey, slashers, what's going on, you fudgicles? What's going on? It's Micah over here from. Damn. That's scary. Damn, that's scary. Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here.
All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. we got to drive 75 yards. All right, we could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.